and welcome to A Peek Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you are enjoying our D&D adventure, you can always support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. There, you will be able to find all kinds of perks as our way of saying thank you. And if you really like us, be sure to stock up on our official Tabletop Notch merchandise at tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. It's all very exciting stuff. But now, allow Orba to take you away into a world of mystery with this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil. On a D8. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. We're back, everybody. Yeah. Um, we're going to jump in. Sorry. No, you're right. To chapter four. Um, before we do, Jordan has an announcement, I guess. Oh, yeah. Just if you're in chat and you're new, um, there's some good ways to get caught up on what's happened. There's a couple quick like YouTube recaps that are on our YouTube thing down in the thing below. And there's also some Mubot commands. If you do command recap, I think you'll get nice little like word summaries of everything. And also you can examine... Yeah, <laughs> lots of work went into that. And also, you can command um, each of our characters. Um, you'll see their name titles after combat, and it'll give you like our stack cards and stuff. So, if that ever interests you, it's right. there. Awesome. Any other things I don't know about? <laughs> All right, let's jump into it. We've got a little recap, and then we'll dive right back into battle where we left off last time. In chapter three. Rare books and suspicious looks. We opened Willard's pack to find considerably less than the man had promised. After some deliberation about what to do with the man's personal effects, we made our way back to the main road, where the fleet of the Broken Crown had stepped up security measures due to Ankeg spottings in the area. While prodding Willard for additional information, we got an idea of the extent of his debt to the gentle void. And though the mystery of what was hidden in the private journal was tempting to dig into, especially for Graven, we took pity and sent him on his way without further interference. Moving away from the blockade, Lieutenant Colonel Massif of the Broken Crown sought an audience with Safira, but having swapped cloaks with Erlen, she avoided his company. Erlen spoke to Lieutenant Colonel in her stead, and Massif urged him to have Safira report to their command offices in Erinchuba. Having reached the city proper, we took the time to sell some spare items for a bit of much-needed coin before visiting the library near Chupa Hall. With the administrator away on business, tending to a disturbance in the dis- district of Brick Rock, we had no choice but to retreat to the dancing clan. Though her name was listed in the inn's ledger, Jillian was nowhere to be found, and it seemed we'd stalled out on our mission before the mysterious Robert Bastille confided in us uh, in a fr- as a frequent business partner of Jillian's. He could not point us to her whereabouts, but claimed she was due to arrive within the next couple of days, having determined our affiliation to be sufficiently authentic, further bestowed upon us complimentary room keys and a pass to the inn's less reputable basement underbelly. Before we could make a play for the basement, we answered a sudden call for help in the Brick Rock Grotto, where Administrator Fussard was overseeing an outbreak of dangerous creatures. Seizing the opportunity, Erland offered aid in exchange for a library proof of esteem, which Fussard begrudgingly agreed to. 
As the structured confines of the grotto turned to precarious tunnels, Graven and Orba used light and thaumaturgy to draw out their suspected foe, an Ankeg lurking in the shadows. Though Saphira had a clear shot, her arrow did not find its prey, and with a menacing hiss, the Ankeg turned to fight us. What was the cause of this sudden influx of monsters? Would obtaining the proof of esteem give us access to the book we've been chasing? And how long would Jillian keep us waiting in her Chupa? Yeah. We find out now in chapter four of The Peak Beneath the Veil. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh. oh, that sounds better. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> we had our own bum, bum, bum. I was about to start beatboxing that, but I figured we'll let it ride. <laughs> Sorry. So as the arrow loosed from Saphira's boat, narrowly goes wide at the Ankeg and sticks into the soft earth behind it. It begins a series of hissing and clicking noises as it drives one of its spine front legs into the ground. It's like a... As it sort of moves forward. So first up, in the round of combat, Graven, what are you doing? And you're here. You can't see it out there. Okay. Um, keeping an eye on the beast on my left here, I turn to Orba. And I reach out my hands and I cast Shield of Faith. What's that? Uh, <laughs> a shimmering field. As, as the, my hands begin to glow as I, as, as, as I reach out, and just this egg shaped light kind of comes out and surrounds you. Uh, it surrounds. Uh, That's it, it's just an egg shaped light. Yeah, it's just an egg shaped light. It's just an orb for orb. It just draws yeah. attention to everybody. And it's going to grant you a plus two bonus to your uh, uh, armor class for the duration of about ten minutes? About ten minutes. Great. So ah. shimmering light kind of appears. It has kind of a. You can reach out and touch it and sort of. It's like a sort of an elastic feeling to it. So if something tries to hit you, it kind of slows. The incoming uh, missiles. Orba takes a look and goes, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have movement as well. Okay, now, so that's, I'm pretty much done except for just I can action, move out yep. of the way, yeah. Um, I guess I'll just kind of move forward to the left a little bit to kind of open up. Come the, up here? Yeah. How maybe, far do you want to go? Um, maybe just like to there. To here? Yeah. Right. Uh, can I go to the left? Sure. Yeah, yeah right there. Okay, nobody died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comes forward, kind of keeping an eye on the Ankeg as it's sort of hissing and clicking. As it kind of... And you're standing there, standing path. Oh, yeah. Uh, here, am I out of things to do? Yeah. <laughs> I think I can do <laughs> it. Yeah. I keep my eyes on it. Yeah. Great. Okay, next up, uh, the Elven Archer. Okay, so the... Sort of, she silently kind of... Is going to move forward a couple steps. And she's going to take an arrow out and fire it away. be a 15 to hit, which hits, so it yes. takes the arrow, Good fires, job. and it kind of, the Ankeg tries to sort of skitter to the side, but it kind of sticks into one of its large sort of legs, and it's going to do... She does eight damage, Ooh. sort of <laughs> takes a fire, and it really sticks in there, and it kind of, the Ankeg has to pull its leg kind of out of the ground as it sticks in there. Let me just update Right, and she's going to stay put there. So who's next? Uh, the Ankeg. Okay. Ooh. So after sort of getting the arrow caught in its leg, it kind of pss, kind of hisses and makes a few noises, and it's going to move up a couple steps here, and it's going to 
it rears back no. and it kind of opens its mouth and and a bunch of acid sprays out the front of its oh, mouth God. and it sprays it out. So Orba, I'm just gonna move up one more. Orba and Safira need to make a dexterity thirteen dexterity saving throw. Okay. Well, she has that orb around. Does that make any difference? Uh, no, this is a saving throw. That would be for a physical attack. Uh-huh. 15. 15? 20. 20. You both, you both succeed. So the acid kind of yes. sprays forward, and the two of you dodge, and a little bit of it gets on you, a little flex of the acid, and you're going to take half damage. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> and so each of you take four acid damage. Can I use shield? Uh, I think is that a f- attack roll? What is the? Uh, uh, good question. I think it imposes new spell. Uh, where is it? Where did I put it? I have a spell. Where did it go? Here it is. Um, visible diameter force of your protection until the start of your next turn. Uh, yeah, it's an AC. It's right. AC, yeah. So it does it. So it's not for spells, yeah. I have a. I, I like to cast absorb elements. Do it. Read it out for us. Um, so this spell captures some of the incoming energy, uh, lessening its effects on you, and storing it for your next melee attack. Great. So I can attack it with its own acid. Great. So the acid sprays, and you kind of hold up your. It's a scimitar that you're holding, remember? Mm-hmm. And you cast the spell around the scimitar, and it absorbs some of the acid energy coming in. You take half damage of what I told you, so, so only two damage. Two. Yep. And your next melee attack has an extra two damage, I think. It, I think that's what it says. Or for what you absorb. Or does it just add... Read the... Sorry, the end of the spell again? Yeah. It's, How much does it add to your next attack? Um, when you cast a spell, uh, the extra damage increases by 1d6 for each slot level above first. Oh, great. Okay, now that's for higher level spells. Cool. Okay. All right. Great, so, uh, and then Ankeg is going to, it's going to move Skitter forward a couple more. Oh, oh let's do it. And it's going to end its turn there. All right, Orba, you're up. Okay. Orba kind of shakes off a little bit of the acid as it's... A little bit of acid. Great. I'm going to... Okay, I'm I'm gonna grab onto my crystal and I'm gonna point my hand toward the onkeg and feel the cold air around my fingertips and cast Chill Touch toward the onkeg. Correct. Uh, sort of swirling frost energy. Hit it! Hit it! Maybe not. Some nine. Nine total. Nine, nine misses. So the, the swirling energy after sort of taking the hit from the acid, you're sort of stumbling back a little bit and the hits the ceiling. Few frosty pieces fall to the ground. Okay, Orba shaking, kind of stumbles back toward where Erland is. Erland. Sure. Uh huh. You want to go back further? Yeah. You can go here. Yeah. Oh. Um, so and there. then I'm just gonna quietly. She sort of crouches down. <laughs> in the, in the it kind of slants down, and she gets low beneath the. Yes, very small, very small. Okay, Great. that's it. Uh, Erland. All right, how far away is that guy from me? Can I? Uh, he's only. It's only 30 feet from you right now. It's 30 feet from me? Yeah. All right. Or 25 feet, actually. Um, I'm going to, uh, like, shelter Orba, run past her, push past Safira, and go right up to the guy, and oh, just God. go for, like, big baseball swing right, right at its no. right running in scorpion face. Roll for it. Uh, 15 to hit. 15 hits. Roll for hey. damage. Yeah. Got it. Guy. 
four, six. Six, great. So you get a crack in it. One of the legs that's sunk into the ground, it kind of like bends in a little bit as it sort of hits the side of it. Takes six damage. All right, let's let's play with some key points. All right, uh, <laughs> got a crit. <laughs> I'm gonna use Step of the Wind and use a key point to uh, uh, to disengage. Great. And how much do I, how much movement do I have left? Uh, you've got what do you have? Forty total. I have. Uh, 40 total, correct. So 15 more, so three squares more. Three squares more. I am going to move... I can move... Do I, like, go around him? Like, I want You'd to You'd have to go... Uh, no, you can go through him, because he's larger than me. He's not taking up the entirety of the space. Great, so I'm going to go to, like, one, two, three. Like, These would be one, two. Okay. You still have to go through just, the Okay, great, then I'm just going to go to the other side of it. Great. Uh... One, two, three. Uh, actually, can I take a... Uh, sure. Where, where do you want to go? Oh, great. I'm just going to retreat back okay. behind... Behind them. Two, three. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, friends, so, you're, so you were gonna go past them, now you're gonna go away. Yeah, you're really good at fighting. I'm gonna hang out near you're you. <laughs> so Erlen goes up, he makes the strike, and he sort of quickly retreats back without the Ankeg can't even sort of get a reaction in as he sort of disengages and moves back quickly. And that's it. Great. Safira, you're up. Okay. Um I am going to move up to it and try to strike it with my sickle. Okay. She moves up, 10 feet of movement. She takes out the sort of, you can see the sickle's kind of dripping with acid as it kind of turns to... 15. 15 hits, roll for damage. Three, three, uh, and, and then a plus one, right, for the acid or something, or? Uh, and then you get to roll another d6 and add that of acid damage. Ah, okay. D6. D6. This yeah. is d6. Regular, yeah. Yes. Four. Four. So how much total was that? Um, seven. Seven total? Yeah. Right. So you, you swing and the sort of acid-etched blade kind of burns some of the carapace away from the sort of outer shell of the Ankeg. And takes seven... Great. And he's sort of like hissing and shaking off the acid. And he's looking a little hurt at this point, still sort of standing his ground, but sort of he can recognize sort of the big threat. He sort of got himself in more than he thought he could handle at the moment. That's right. Uh, is that it? You moving? Um, hang out there. It would trigger an opportunity if you move away from him. Yeah, I, I'm not going to move away from okay, him. I'm great. just going to hang out. Sort of stands your ground there with him sort of blade out. <laughs> Bizarre, you're up. Alright, I'm gonna take out my flail. <laughs> Go after this sucker. <laughs> is, there, is there a part of him that's weaker than the rest? You don't know that offhand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's gonads. I was gonna say, I'm gonna try to get him like. I don't know if you have enough movement to get on the other side of him if that's what you want. No. You, okay. That's okay. I'm just gonna like really just take the thing and like. Try to like dig it into one of like the, like a, not like, I guess I don't know if it has any sides, but like sure, some yeah. place that looks like. Yeah, because it kind of has like a hard carapace, so you can try to like jam it under, yeah, like underneath, underneath the, on the sides. Great, making him sacral. So she does like a running sort of flail like, out. In between kind of. his legs, because I'm so little, I'm like, Hurr. Great, so you try and like swing the flail up underneath the carapace. Yeah, right? 20 hit. Oh, 21. 21 hits, roll for damage. Uh, what does it say? The eight, right? Yeah, one D eight plus two. Wow. Oh, that's not eight. That's oh. eight. I always do that. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Five. Great. So you take a swing underneath, and it sort of 
finds purchase underneath the carapace and it kind of sticks into it and you have to pull on the flail to like oh, yeah. yank it back out as there's sort of some ooze kind of dripping out from underneath. Some like black sort of looking blood in the sort of dim light that's happening in there. <laughs> it takes five names. Psycho. Oh, the coward guy's gonna get the killing. <laughs> you can also use your action surge now if you want. Was that another one? You can take another attack, yeah. Then I need a rest, right? You'd have to rest before you can use that again, yeah. Can I take a? I can't take a rest in the middle of that. No, no, no. You, that would be later. You can basically do it once per combat because you can't oh. rest in the middle of combat. So I'm sure we'll rest. Yeah. Why not? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oozing. Yeah. And then I'm gonna like. He sort of. He's sort of struggling to stand up on his. And then I think I'm gonna try to like slap, like dig and slash, like underneath them, but like drag. Okay, them, like. kind of. You throw the flail in and drag it up underneath oh, the sort yeah, of underside. So really get them. <laughs> <laughs> I want really. The Are you gonna add that to the dice? Right down, really got really got I want the ooze on my face. That's how much I want the ooze out. <laughs> wow. Got it. Roll for that. your deck. Seven. Seven. Seven total? Yeah. Okay, seven misses. So you swing the thing and you try to drag it back, but it kind of perches itself up on its hind legs, so the flail drags underneath. Darn it, I just wasted it! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Microphone's on, too. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Great. in other ways. We're going to have to take a rest. Uh, and Bizarro just starts to rest. <laughs> sits down on the floor I can't in front of him. this guy. <laughs> All right, the coward is up. Come on, coward. Sort of holding oh a small sword. He's going to tiptoe forward. Show me what you got. And he's going to come up, and he's going to take his short sword, and he's going to swing with both hands. Actually, uh. he's holding a shield, so he swings with one hand. <laughs> Uh, that misses a five to hit, so that misses. So he oh, sort of takes a shaking swing, and he's sort of slow and kind of drops the sword, picks it back up, and takes oh. a hack, but the Ankeg sort of jumps back out of the way. Uh, so he misses, and he's going to, in his frightened state, oh, attempt no, to flee buddy. as well, and the Ankeg is going to oh, take no. that opportunity to go attack at him with his opportunity attack. That guy? Uh, the coward guy, yeah. Oh. The coward. <laughs> Uh, it misses, so the coward, oh. in his frightened state, does manage to summon up enough sort of speed and strength that the Ankeg reaches out and can't get him on sort of the way out. Mm. Um, great. Get back in your corner. So that was a coward. <clears throat> so, as the sort of the din of the battle is rumbling, you hear sort of some low moans and the clattering of bones as a number of restless undead have sort of heard the commotion and are joining the battle. What? what? Couple, you made me waste my thing. A number of them. Oh, that's a fucking army. That's too many. <laughs> and that just coming out of the shadows, one of the skeletons even was unseen. He's going to take a shot, and he's shooting at the Ankeg. So they sort of aren't aligned necessarily with the Ankeg. Oh, okay. They just came, to, they heard all Friends. the commotion. Maybe. So the skeleton's going to take a... So maybe they are good... Maybe they're next to us. Maybe. Stay away from them from now. So one of the skeletons sort of rattles and takes sort of a a, a shrunken arrow and shoots it at the young peg. 16 hits. So he sort of shoots the arrow and this sort of crooked arrow kind of through the air and finds its way to the young keg. And he's going to do four damage. So the arrow sticks in 
And the Ankeg now sort of seeing both in front of him and behind, he's kind of reeling and really sort of, you can see when he takes a step, the legs are kind of shaking and he can't really hold himself up. Um, and okay, so initiative for the skeletons. Oh, are you capable? Uh, we can remember, I don't think you can. Oh, okay. right. So right. the skeletons are after the Ankeg. And then five. Uh, after Erland is these two zombies over here. So two skeletons, skeletons after, after the Ankeg. Okay. And then after they got a five. So after Erland is the two zombies. Yep. Two zombies after Erland. Okay. Wow. All going so well. Gotta beat this thing. All right. All right, we're back to the top, Graven. All right, um... I take uh, a few long strides in this direction, maybe uh, to like here, okay. and I shout, to the, I shout to these guys, uh, so, uh, encircle it, we'll confuse it, and I, as I take my strides, I like start to lay a little bit of fire in my hand and get its attention, and, and then uh, oh, Sacred Flame, right at its side, or face, if it's actually paying attention. Um, it kind of follows you as the light goes yeah, by, yeah. you have a light in your hand, it kind of... 17. 17 hits. Roll yes. for that. All right. Uh, eight. All right. Uh, yeah. D8 radiant. Two. Uh, that was Sacred Flame? Yeah, Sacred Flame. I don't think that's an attack roll. Oh. It's a saving throw, I think. Uh, flame like radiance? Target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, or take so one it's not D8. an attack roll. Yeah. So what's oh, your oh. Uh, what's your DC save that we looked at that before? It's okay. Twelve. Twelve. Great. So he has to succeed twelve or higher. Okay. So the flame kind of lights out from the hand, and he got an eleven. So he fails. So oh. he fails the check. I think that. And then he takes one D8 radiant damage after failing the check. Okay. Now we roll that. <laughs> Five. Great, five damage. So the light kind of expands, and failing to sort of, in this confused state, the, the light just kind of envelops him, and he takes sort of a flush of flame over the front side of his face and sort of protruding parts of his face. And he's, and he's looking pretty rough. He's got like a singed sort of front mouth and uh, claws that are sticking out, and his legs are kind of creaking as he's stumbling backwards, but he's still alive. Finish him off, Archer Lady. Um, that's, eh. it. that's it for me. Great. Done. Great done. Uh, okay, Archer next. So she's actually, she sees the undead kind of coming, and she's calling out, and she's like, look out for the undead, look out! And she is going to fire an arrow at this no. zombie. We don't know if they're, they're not, we and don't fire know. an arrow. It's too late. She panicked. <laughs> they're probably bad guys. She's going to shoot. I think we needed to vet these people. Critical hit from the archer. So she takes off in her sort of rage at these undead creatures that are scaring her. She managed to pierce it right in the middle of the face. And she's going to deal. Shot wasted. A 10 damage to the zombie. Right, so it sticks in as the zombie sort of was lurching forward. It kind of has to take a second as it was sort of stunned by the force of the impact of the arrow. This one right behind this me? This one here, yes. Um, and she's done. Uh, okay, okay. So it's sort of reeling, 
And it's going to make two attacks. It's going to do a little... Oh, oh, wait, can I make two attacks? No, no. It's going to make one attack here against Bizarra. I knew it. That's fine. That's possible. It's the best case. So it sort of lashes out at you with a couple of pincers. Maybe I'll scare you. Growl back. Scream back. 22 to hit. So it reaches and it clamps around you. It does it does nine piercing da- slashing damage? And it sort of rips away, and as it does, it kind of oh. takes a little bit of skin with it as it has sort of grabbed onto your arm there. Um, and in addition to that. Uh, you are also now grappled, so it has it Ooh. in your, its talons, and it's got you sort of restrained after sort of ripping the initial part off of the arm. So you're, uh, we'll remember that you're grappled. I have a thing for it, but. So it's got you sort of in its talons, so in order to escape, you'll have to make a roll to try and escape, or if somebody kills it before your turn, then you won't need to escape. Someone get this guy, he's literally <laughs> eating me! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the Oncake's turn. Uh, after the Oncake was the skeletons? Was uh, two skeletons, yes. Two skeletons, great. So the first skeleton seeing Graven kind of rush forward with this light and the undead kind of averse to the light and sort of divine nature of it. This skeleton is going to move forward. <laughs> and, it's gonna, and it's going to do... Um, no, not one. Yeah, it's going to attack with its short sword. So it sort of crumbles. You can feel, hear the bones kind of... As it's knocking forward, it's going to make an attack with the short sword. Uh, t- uh, sixteen to hit. Sixteen hits. Sixteen hits. If, if it's it's right at sixteen. Yeah, if it's right at sixteen. Yeah. And did you want to use any of the? Yeah, I'll use my uh, stones endurance. Correct. Uh, I can use my reaction roll a d12, uh, which I think is this guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Constitution modifier to the number roll, reduce the damage by that total. Do I do this before you? Uh, I can tell you. So he did eight damage. Okay, and then I roll more than eleven. So so it reduces it completely. Yeah. Great. So you sort of Ooh. as the as the hit comes nice. in, you sort of flex, and the stone kind of in the skin hardens, and it sort of clinks off of the side, and then it sort of fades away and you return back to your normal state. Uh, like the buzzing of flies to me! <laughs> uh, great, so that skeleton's done. And this skeleton is going to make its way towards Sephira. And it's going to take a swing at her. 17 to hit. 17 hits. 17 hits. Okay, so, um... Three piercing damage. Yeah, three piercing damage. So it takes a swipe, and you sort of manage to jump away for the brunt of the blow, but it sort of catches you on the way out, and you take three damage. Uh, Orba, that's you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. I think that's way over there. I'm way back, baby. Um... Alright, um, um, uh, Orba's gonna be puking in the corner until she can finally lift her hand, shaking, and she's gonna feel for the cold air once again and try to cast Chilling Touch um, at the Anke. At the Anke, great. <laughs> okay. So she Where pops out and sort of little bust. 20! Critical hit? <laughs> Critical hit? Yes. Roll for damage. Okay. 
What do I do? Okay. I think this Still is one of our first ones. Yes. I think I like that. Oh, I'm sticking with these ones. Certainly in combat. Yeah. yeah. That's a nat one. Well, wait, <laughs> hold on. You double that's, the roll. So it's a two. Plus. Nothing. That, that's it. That's so, it. So two damage. So she summons the strength and you see oh a cold God. blast <laughs> shoot out, but it kind of peters out near the end <laughs> and it manages to kind of peck at the Anke uh, and it sort of shakes off the ice on its foot and it's still standing. Oh, man. She goes back to vomiting and that's And she it. goes back, cowers in the corner. Great. And Erland. Um, do I have to tell you what my additional move is before I attack with the quarterstaff, or do I decide after the quarterstaff attack? What additional move? What do you mean? Either an unarmed strike or any of my keys. No, a bonus action can be after your great. attack. Yeah. Um, great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push between our two nameless friends. He squeezes the coward's kind of like. Oh, and go I'm gonna <laughs> go to the the, the left of uh, Bizarra, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna do I'm gonna swing over top. Great. Trying to hit its head right to the right to the Get him! Right. Alright. And sort of still distracted by the frost on its leg. Not 20. (laughs) Hey! 20 hits, roll for damage. Uh, What do I do? I do anything cool with a. You double, so you roll the same die. For what is it? Sorry, roll a d6 for my damage. And double the roll. Oh, come on, man. So uh, so I double the roll. One. So two. Plus two damage. So for four total. Yeah. So So you double the dice and then add the number. Okay, great. So four total. Four total. Great. So you run forward and you manage to crack and it kind of and it reels a little bit and it looks like it's going to gnash back out at you, but then it sort of loses its energy and it collapses. Is it still? Does it still have me? Hmm. Now that it's dead, it does not still have. So he cracks it and it sort of. You can feel its jaws kind of loosen. Thank you. You come tumbling out of the (laughs) onkid's grip. Uh, Can I? Because I still have additional movement. Can I use that movement and use my additional attack on yeah, the... Th- yeah, great. It, so the it doesn't say attack. the same target, right? Yeah. Uh, on For Flurry of Blows, you, is that what you're talking about? No, I'm just talking about my unarmed strike. When I um, no, just make, make one, one as, as a bonus, bonus action. action. Yeah, great, so I'm going to use... How much more movement so do you I have? Had, that was 20 feet of movement, so you have 20 more feet of movement. Great, so I'm going to move, I guess it's another 10 feet towards the uh, skeleton immediately right there, yeah. And uh, <laughs> the last one just... Go for like a right jab right at right. the skeleton. So after you crack the on keg and it collapses, he runs up and he's gonna punch the skeleton. Oh, right. I like step right. on the on keg, jumping over it, and I'm right. gonna punch it in the face. Uh, uh, Matt, what's a what's a what's a one called that? Uh, so five total. Uh, yeah. So it was a, you rolled a natural one. Yeah. So that's an automatic fail. You don't even add right. that number to it. Great. So you go to punch the skeleton, and the skeleton kind of opens its mouth. And your hand kind of passes through and it scrapes against the skeleton's teeth as you go for the punch. Great. Uh, The skeletons have already attacked, right? Uh, In this round. In this round? Great. I'm going to hang out there. Great. Uh, now it's the zombies, yes, correct? Yes, two zombies. So the zombies, one of them with an arrow kind of sticking into its neck from the elven archer, they kind of lurch forward. And we're going to do this one first. He's going to come up to Graven. Oh, boy. Oh, someone help me. And now flanked on either side, it's going to make its attack with advantage. Yeah. Um, and it's going to make a sort of... It holds its two hands up in a thing, and it's going to come and try and slam down on top of you. Uh, 11 to hit. 11 
misses. Eleven misses. So even though Raven's distracted, the the zombie goes up to slam its hands down on you, and you catch it, and you whip your shield over the shoulder, and kind of hits back on the shield. I like that. Great. And then this guy's gonna go. Foul beast. So three, four. Just gets in range of Graven there. And it's gonna make another one. It's gonna swing its hands forward. Zombies are slow. Uh, 16 to hit. 16 to hit. Yeah, 16 to hit. 16 does hit. 16. So after just glancing the shield off of the last one, the other one kind of sneaks up on you, lurching forward, and sort of boom, hits you on the back of the head. And it's going to do. Five bludgeoning damage. And you can hear the sort of lurching, and the skeletons now, seeing that the Ankeg has sort of been dispatched, they sort of redouble their efforts towards the remaining sort of living creatures. Uh, Safira, you're up. Okay, um, I'm going to take my bow and strike at the one that just hit Graven. Uh, uh, this is the one that just hit him? That yeah. One? Okay. yeah. Oh, nice. Sure. Um, 12 plus 7 and hit me. So. 12, uh, yeah, so 19. I couldn't do simple maths for a second there. 19 <laughs> hits. Fine. Roll for damage. Okay. Um, 12 plus 7. So you managed to thread the needle as you kind of. Which, which it gets over Graven's shoulder, uh, sticks under the no, zombie. No, that's a 10. You want. It looks like a little this double pyramid. Yeah. Double flat? Yeah. Damn, bad damage rolls. Uh, five. Five damage, okay. So you thread the needle and it's over Graven's shoulder and it st- sticks in, staggers back a little bit. Okay, anything else? Um, I can't, I, I don't think I can do anything else. You can move, that's... Um, yeah, I'll, can I, I'm gonna run up to where Graven is. You will trigger an opportunity attack uh, several. Okay. Uh, of that from one. this guy if you move, yeah, out of his range. Let him try. Okay. I'm gonna Ooh. go up there. <laughs> up here, further than that? I want to get right next to the one this that's one? on his, yeah. Great. Sorry. Interesting. Um, great. So as you sort of, after you loose the arrow, you start to dart forward and the skeleton reaches its short sword out at you. Uh, 13 to hit. 13 misses. 13 misses. So she skitters away in the skeleton and it's sort of just having, Erlen just missed it with its fist and it reaches out but it can't get you as it goes by. Um, Me. Okay. Bizarre. You're up. Thank you. You sort of shake yourself loose from the clutches of the uh, Ankeg. Wipe the blood from my arm. Wipe the blood off. Alright. Okay. Are all three injured around him? Uh, the two. This skeleton is not. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, the two zombies are hurt, and I think this one is hurt as well. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's no. not hurt. Yeah, that one. Yo, Erlen's tried and, and missed it. Oh. <laughs> so the two skeletons are not hurt, the two zombies are hurt. I was hoping okay. they would forget that. <laughs> it was embarrassing. I think. I'll know for the <laughs> There's already two of them over there. I'm going to try to attack that single guy. Sure. He's single. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he'll meet me at the ball later. I'll, I'll go hit that single guy. <laughs> I'm going to hit him that. Great. Awesome. Right. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna flail him. Great. So you swing the flail around. That's a zombie, right? That's, that's a skeleton. skeleton. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna crack. I'm gonna crack his bones wide open. Great. Make an attack roll. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, eight. 
it, it misses. So the flail goes, but you kind of swing wide, and the skeleton manages to slowly duck as the flail goes flying over its head. Down. <laughs> You're still single. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still take a plank. Mm, or a porch. Uh, great. Anything else? No. Okay. Uh, the coward, he's going uh, to... Can I, as, the, as I see the coward behind yep. me, can I say, uh, can I say, help, help the other two, Fred, we've got this one. And he goes, ah! and he starts running, <laughs> and he's going to make his way back Son towards where he bastard. came. Oh. Uh, you freaking coward. <laughs> and we'll go back to the top. What did you just say to him? <laughs> I hope we find him on the Erling, you're the worst at talking to people, we know this. <laughs> I take my mace, and I... I, I I turn to the one that hit me there, the, the this far one left here? one there, yeah, and I just, guys, take a huge swing right at its head with my Great. face. Time roll. Um, 15. 15 hits. Roll for that. Um, six. Six. Great. Six damage. So the mace really sort of sticks and some of the sort of rotting flesh sort of sprays off to the side and you hit it down to the bone and you can see kind of the cracked bone sticking out of its rib cage and sort of feels the mace as it comes in. That was the guy right in front of you? To, uh, the, to the left. To the left. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, uh, six damage, you said? Six total, yeah. yeah. Um, pull my mace back out of its ribs and kind of just move a little bit farther away, like maybe two squares diagonally that way. Okay, uh, it's opportunity attacks for anyone that you oh, go out. No, you know what? I'm gonna stay right there. Okay. Then. Yeah, just just stare at them. Like, <laughs> takes the hit, sort of brings the shield yeah, back up. Yeah. Um, great. So you're also now facing this one. Okay. So right now, this one would have to move to get the... You get advantage if you're attacking from behind and they're engaged with somebody else. Perfect, yeah. So right now, they are not getting advantage on you yeah. unless they move. I've got eyes on them. Uh, great. The archer. So she's going to take another arrow out of her quiver and she's going to sh- shoot sort of the same zombie that she hit before. Lady. 19? 19 hits. Another arrow. And it hits kind of right where the other arrow was. It sort of Robin Hood arrow. Yeah, yeah. Twine. Yeah. Um, um, and she's going to stick in. Good shot. And it will be... Does 8 damage. So it st- sticks in there. And that... Can she um, stay? Yeah. Yeah, I like her. I like her. Do you know anything about a library? And she sort of is still in her silent state. She still hasn't said anything, but she gives kind of a move forward thing, and she's going to take a couple steps forward. All right. Skeletons, is, yeah. Is it skeletons after the archer? Uh, yeah, I guess so, because the Anking's yeah, gone. Yeah, Anking's dead. Great. So skeletons are just going to... They're simple creatures. They attack the thing that last attacked them, so this one's going to attack oh, the Zara. Yeah. All right. Come on! Seven... Uh, 11 to hit. 11 misses! <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Let me turn your mic. I forgot, I forgot about my... Uh, great. So it takes a swipe forward, and you sort of bring the shield up and <laughs> clangs off of it. Shake it off, no problem. And that skeleton, Saphira attacked that skeleton, so it's going to attack yep. Saphira back. 19 to hit. 19 hits. 19 hits. Oh. <laughs> you take 8 piercing damage. Awesome. Okay, okay. 
She's tied with me. I As it slices across Saphira's chest, and you get a little bit of blood on uh, Erlen's cloak that you oh. now borrowed is kind of covered, and it sprays off to the side. And that is the skeletons. Whoa. Still uh, standing there, Saphira? I'm, st- I'm, okay. well, I'm still, I'm still right. here, yeah. <laughs> Orba. Okay. How, how far are the three little dudes from me? I can't, it's hard to see. Like 50 feet, 50, 55, depending on which one. Okay. 50, 55, and 60. 50, 55, 60. Okay. 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 Does that change the plan? Okay. No, I mean, yes, actually it does. Uh, Orba's, okay, so who... Are all three wounded? Just remind me really quickly. I think two. All, all of them are. Wounded. I'm like audibly gasping in pain. <laughs> no, not you. The things, the things. Actually, the two skeletons are not wounded. No. All right. The two. No, I hit the one. I hit no, you hit one. the zombie. That's oh, a zombie. Oh, oh, oh. Both yeah, skeletons kind of have not been hit. Okay. You missed, right? Right. I missed. <laughs> There's a few misses. There's quite a few misses in this battle, eh? Okay, I'm gonna focus on the zombie nearest me. This one? Uh, or... No, the other one. This one? That one, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, to me as a person. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, and Arva's gonna look up again and raise her stupid, stupid hand and cast Chill Touch okay. toward that dude. Confidence, delicate one. Zara and Erlen <laughs> see a sort of stream of ice go over their heads as it kind of rays forward. Nice. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. 24 yeah. hits. Roll for damage. Square to What is the range on that? It is, is it's like a, no, I was checking for another spell. Oh, okay. 124. Oh, yeah. it's, it's endless. Um, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. All right, that's a four. Um, four damage. And then it is undead, so it has disadvantage on attack rolls against me. Until just you specifically. Yes, just me. So if he manages to meander his way over there, yeah, <laughs> right. She's just she's being cautious, um, and it also can't regain hit points. But that's. Oh, okay. And, um, I guess feeling like she's not helping out enough. She's gonna step like two squares closer. Okay. She's gonna try. Um. Make it one more step. Bizarre can kind of hear the little pitter patter of the feet coming up on. But then she still just sits on the ground. Okay, I'm done. Erland. Or is, when is zombies? After. After Erland. So I'm done nursing my skeleton hand and I grab my quarterstaff again and I'm going to go right for the skeleton in front of me and go right for his knees. I'm swinging at the knees. You can see the sort of weak bones kind of clacking together. Yeah. Uh, 20 to hit. 20 hits. Roll for damage. Uh, 7. 7, and um, what's the type of damage? Does bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. Does double damage because of the weakness of the skeletons, the bones, Fourteen. and you get that crack of the thing, and it just nice. <laughs> and goes into dust as the skeleton... Oh, good job! Nice. That's two critical hits. Or two, <laughs> two kills, I'd like to point out. Uh, so now that guy's... How far away is the other skeleton to me? Can I get up behind that yeah, other skeleton guy? 10, 15, 20 feet. 20 feet? Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to run 20 feet up behind that skeleton. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and I'm going to go, like, elbow right to the back of his skeleton head. Great. Oh, 
Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Just the one strike? On yeah, one so three. that's a 20 to hit. 20 hits? <laughs> Not a natural 20. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, Where's my D4? Here it is. Nice. It's this one, right? Yeah. It's the pyramid. D4, yeah. 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 And you take the top number, which is a one. One plus two. There's only a nat one for D4s, right? No, no. We're not going to damage. So one plus two bludgeoning damage. So three. Does that double again? Yeah. So So six. So six total damage. Great. So... Great. So you go up and you can hear the bones kind of collapse in on the backside. Um, Actually, you would have had advantage on that attack, but you rolled a 20, so it was fine. Because he's facing the Oh, for the attack? Just because he's flanked on He's facing the Raven. Great. Yes. Big. You see a few bone shards kind of go flying off. Uh, I think that's uh, yeah. That's all. That's all I must do. Okay, great. Um, this zombie, having been taken two arrows from this oh, yeah. elven lady, is going to go lurching towards her. Oh. And as it steps out of range of Graven, yeah. you get to make a opportunity attack against the my mace. Um, mace. Uh, yeah. So uh, watch it kind of out, out of my group. side. Yeah, I swing around. 18 to hit. 18 hits. Roll uh, uh, five. Five. So you swing the mace nice. as it's going by, and you hear the thud as it kind of hits the back, and it kind of goes to two knees and then falls forward on its face. Nice. Yeah! And the other zombie, having you, seeing you sort of turn and uh, attack, that one is just going to lurch forward and go for the uh, attack with its hands. Uh, against Graven. Natural one, so it reaches forward and it sort of stumbles with some of the some of the flesh peeling off of the leg and it slips and swipe goes wide. And that's it. Uh, Sophia? Okay. <laughs> I'm like really badly injured and I'm like trying to like keep myself up. And you've just seen like one go running by and Graven hit it on the back and yeah. saw Erland come up and crack one in the ribs. Yeah. So I'm just gonna like in like like throw out my sickle at the one that's nearest to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the melee range. Which is probably right, a terrible idea because I'm about to die. Ah. Okay. Um, yeah. 21. 21 hits, roll for damage. <laughs> yeah, it's a simple math, you guys. You're gonna find that more as we go. Okay. That guy's hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which one's doing four? Uh, I think uh, sickle slashing, though, so it won't double. That's a. Here's the other one. That's a two. It's a different, uh, it's a different oh, format. Okay. That was straight. Oh, is that? <laughs> okay. It's three. different. It's three. three total damage. Okay. Great. So whoosh, you get the sickle goes by and it kind of <laughs> hits a couple. Whoosh, some of the bones go shattering to the side. It's still standing, but it looks pretty... It's pretty beat up. Which one was that? Okay, uh, um, I'm not going to disengage. They're both hurt. I'm going to stay. Yeah. Stay? Yeah, I don't want to. I think this yeah. is good. Uh, okay, Bizarre, you're up. Okay, well, I'm going to go after one of them. <laughs> Which one would you like? I don't know if you can reach... You have 30 or 25 movement speed? I think... Yeah, so you could only get to the skeleton. You couldn't okay, be able I'll to get to the skeleton. Great. So runs up. Behind him. Sort of flail swinging as she's running. And wind up and like really give it to him. Really give it to him. 
really give it to him. We hope. He's <laughs> not right. It's with advantage, though, right? Because she's kind of behind. Uh, it's facing. It's facing me. Sophia, yeah, yeah, it's not with advantage. Oh, um, nine. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen hits. Ooh, oh, nice. And I think it's bludgeoning as well, the flail. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does it say? Eight. Eight. It's a D8. Yeah. I always Double pick the German. wrong one. <laughs> it's bludgeoning, so what's that mean? So, what's the number? The die number? Three. Plus the five. plus number? Five. And then double it. Ten. Ten damage, yeah. So she goes running forward Three. and and it sort of uppercuts and the bones just go clattering uh, around the uh, sternum is busted. Oh, way to go. And one of the bones kind of cling hits off the ceiling <laughs> of, the, of the tunnel. Uh, great. And well, the coward has since left us. Oh, yes, is that right. the zombie? Do the zombies go now? Is that? Uh, no, zombies went after oh, or no, oh, so back, back me, up right? to Graven. Yeah, all right. So Get him! As it was looking over at the action over there, I bring my mace up into the air and just come down on its skull <laughs> with a four, uh, ten. Ten hits. Oh, oh. Okay, good, good. Hey. Zombies don't have a lot of defenses. They're kind of just <laughs> yeah. like shambling. Good lord. The skeletons had shields, so they were a little hardier. Uh, sick. Uh, does the bludgeoning matter for me? Uh, the zombies, zombies are not weak to blood. Oh, okay. So six total damage. Great, six damage. Great. So you take the vines and thunk, you hear the thump again as the skin kind of caves in and it pushes you back. Still standing there. Facing you. Oh yeah, I, I guess I turned around. Too. Yeah, it's fine. There's only one left, so. Uh, great. Archer lady. Okay, so she's gonna take a couple steps so she has a clear uh, shot. What's up? Oh, no skeletons. Never mind. Yeah, skeletons are Continue. good. Yeah, skeletons are dead, too. Go ahead, Archer. So the Archer takes one last shot. Four. She's gonna miss her first oh, shot. Oh, Archer. Uh, what is the plus? Yeah, four, eight. Yeah, so like she... That. Oh, wait. She hits. No. Yeah. Zombies are, are low armor. <laughs> so the arrow f- sticks into it. Oh, come on. And come on. Five. Come on. Right. So it feels the arrow sticking in and it pulls the arrow out and throws oh, it to the side. And it's kind of wobbling back and forth, but it is still standing. Oh, boy. And she's going to take a couple steps back. And who's after her? Me. Orba. She's gonna point to her and then point to the zombie as if to say finish her off. Okay. Come on, Orba. Uh, oh. Orba wipes the sick from her mouth, puts her hand up again. Is trapped in the egg? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's just pulling. <laughs> You're lucky that vomiting is a bonus action because you know. she's doing a lot of it. Um, whatever breakfast was, it's gone now. Uh, chill, I'm casting right. chill touch. Great. 19 to hit. 19 hits. Roll for damage. Five. Five damage. So the frost ray goes shooting out and it goes towards and it hits it and you can see the sparkling kind of crick and crack. And Orba, (laughs) would you like to show us how it's done? (laughs) Yeah! Uh, Orba just... Uh, watches the hand that she conjured right in front of his chest just sink fingers first 
just right into his rib cage and then just pull out whatever she can find in it and then just throws it at his face. <laughs> Great, and it sort of crumbles Woo! to the ground and he... We didn't die! It's... <sighs> not this time. Oh. Let me find Thank you, Archer Lady. Uh, yeah. Once we get, do we talk to her? Or once the music gets going, uh, Erlen walks over to the uh, to the Elven archer and sure. says, "You fought valiantly, friend. What's your name?" Thank you. My name is Mishan. 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 M I apostrophe S H A N. Mishan. Um. Do you hail from Moran Chupa? Yes. I do come to the defense of my city when it's called upon me. Are you going to continue through the caverns? Because, if you don't mind, I think I should report back and let them know what we've seen here. Report to whom? Back at the front. Administrator Fussard, whoever's in charge there. Yes. And there is more to the cavern, so if you guys continue to explore. You don't want to come with us. I think I've expended most of my arrows, and she holds up her quiver, and there's like one arrow kind of rattling around in there. She's like, I'm not sure I'd be much of help. But you fought very bravely. You as well. If we should ever need to find you, where should we look? I live in the high streets in Orenchupa. I have a house there. Uh, we have business with the administrator as well. Yes. Uh, you, perhaps we could accompany you, actually. If you'd like to come back. Um, I didn't know if there was more in the tunnel. You seemed like you were hardy explorers, but... We should perhaps. I'm just gonna collapse to my knees, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and I I'm gonna t- like reach into my cloak and take out the healing potion and just start sure. <laughs> chugging it. Um, it's um, two d four, I think. Wow. Okay. I think yeah, I think you heal for two d four. What was the number? Two of those. Okay. Just knew that two d four plus two. Is oh, we yeah, How does this work? The bottom. No, it's the top number. No, 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 no not on that one. one. This is one. Yeah, that's what happened oh earlier, God. where we were like... <laughs> so you roll 2d4? Yeah, 2d4. Yeah, oh, I roll it twice. So okay. one. There you go. Three plus... What plus two. Plus two? Okay. So five. Six. 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 <laughs> this is gonna be... You drink the potion, and then you really sort of feel... <laughs> resurgence in it. It's like, it's over her sitting on the floor, like... Oh, yeah. Are you sure you're going to come for a little bit, Michonne? Again, I'm not sure I'd be much of help. I think I would do better. If we need reinforcements, I can tell them to send more men down here. Uh, yes, send, send more men. I think we should continue. If everyone's healthy, we should continue at least carefully looking through the tunnel. Oh, yeah, I, I thought this was the whole... Yes. <laughs> well, don't... We have a mission to complete. We should see what's... We've come all this way and fought for, for nothing? The administrator sort of told you to find out where the, what the source of these monsters was, like where they're coming from. Yeah. Right. In yes. order to we'll, get into we'll the library. Yes. He or said the, he'd give you the pass if you if we found this, if we assisted. So we should continue. Yeah. Uh, Orba limps up to the party, but on the high of having the killing blow, is like, yeah, let's go find more shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mishan, you going to the ball? I am not. No. It's not really a place for me. I think she's about to ask you on a date. <laughs> and she sort of, with that, slings the quiver <laughs> back over. S- send, send reinforcements, Michonne, if you can. Yeah, I will. Tell the Thank administrator we'll, we'll see him soon. Will do. And she takes off very quickly down the tunnel. 
So how many how many paths are like before us? This here you can look at it's not up there nothing, but um, it turns to the right and it sort of opens up this way. This is where you came from, sort of. Um, Graven, provide us some light, and perhaps we proceed. Uh, I yes. Who, uh... Let's not spend too much time, though. Wouldn't want to miss the ball, would we? Uh, Don't you want to get your forsaken book? We need to figure out what happen- what's, what's happening down here first. Oh, yes. If we're just going to be attacked again. Mm-hmm. Uh, reach out for the... Bi- that Was that a skeleton that was the last thing there? That was a zombie. Oh, well, I'd reach out and pick up the biggest femur from... The sure. things that we uh, vanquished. <laughs> yeah. Take it out of that. A little and, bit of flesh uh, slides off of it. Yeah, and, and, and just light it up with my. Uh, Starts to glow? With a cool um, orange glow. Hmm. With a cool orange glow. Or like sort of cautiously, corpses. like, kind of poking around where the onkeg fell and mm-hmm. his corpse and. Sure, make an investigation check. Yeah, see if you set a plan. Uh, 12. Well, okay, the, the first thing you notice near the onkeg, the coward kind of took off as he took off. He dropped a little pouch on the ground, mm. sort of skittering away. And it has one gold and five silver in it, mm-hmm. and an in key with the number 14 on it. Ooh. It looks similar to the keys that you have, so it might be to the same place. Uh, your rooms were five and six, his is 14. How much gold? Uh, one gold, five silver, but that's not for everyone. So Ooh, that's just me so far, babe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we probably don't even see her. She yeah, right now we're just, you see her kind of moving around, grabbing some of the stuff. Okay. And in <laughs> the sort of gra- closed hand of one of the zombies, you sort of pull the fingers mm-hmm. apart, and there's a small pendant in on a brass chain that you take. It seemed to be clutching it, sort of holding on to a vestige of its life. Hmm. And it has a smiling mouth with sharp, jagged teeth on it, sort of on the pendant. Okay. And despite appearing smooth, like a metallic surface, it's kind of sticky to the touch. Like, it, you have to sort of pry your fingers away from it a little bit. Oh, okay. she's finding these? She's finding these right now, yeah. Um, and with your sort of magical knowledge, it seems to have, you don't know what it does, but it seems to have some magical properties to it. It doesn't uh-huh. seem to just be a regular Okay. Amen. Anything of import, Orla? Yeah, you see her kind of rummaging around. Just a couple things. Um, like what? Well, I found some money. I think that coward man who ran off uh, must have dropped it because he skittered away. It's not much. More useful than he was. Um, <laughs> recalling. Uh, Bizarre paying for some of our inns like the previous night and a little bit of our other things. I think she paid for the tent back at the barrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just tossed the whole thing to her and be like, mm-hmm. all of us just paid you back. Thank you. Uh, One so gold, you, five silver. Um, there's also this peculiar necklace. Um, once we're out of the caves and I'm safe again, I can cast detect magic on it and see what kind of magical properties it has, but it looks very special. Anything else? No. And she starts stomping away. <laughs> there were skeletons and zombies. She didn't mention the key. They wouldn't have a Oh, there's the an in key, but it's just for she his room. It's right mention. next to the thing. Yeah. She have to. Oh, he's staying with us then. Well, not anymore. Mine now. I'm going to grab Graven and, like, pull <laughs> myself up and, like, you know, <laughs> pull up off the get ground. myself ready to fight again. <sighs> Graven? Right, here we go. I'll walk off. Great. 
with the light. <clears throat> so you start to... Yeah. Still. Yeah. <laughs> still struggling. <laughs> you move a little further down, and you have the light held up, and you can see forward. You sort of move around. It swings also around this way, and you move around the perimeter of this sort of earthen enclosure, and the light that you have reveals a spot in the wall where dirt and soil gives way to stone, and there's this sort of masonry cascading down from the wall. And a sizable hole has been punched through the stone wall. And a bit of steady, warm light streams in. Seems like it's coming from another room further into the left, not immediately in this sort of room that you see. Is it, it's, is it a dead end otherwise? Yeah, it seems to be a bit dead end. It kind of swings off this way, and then it sort of, a little bit off to the right, a little bit off to the left. But no, yeah. as far as you can tell with the light, there's no further ways to go. Is, go ahead. Can I walk up to the hole and just kind of like crouch down and see sure. what's in there? Sort of take a peek in. And it seems to be arranged as a kind of lecture hall or theater. It's no more than 30 by 30, this sort of room. And there's a number of wooden chairs strewn about. And at the far end of the room from where you're standing, there's like a stage area. It's raised a little bit. And there's a bench up at the front. So it looked like there was a bunch of chairs and then a sort of stage area. Can any of us fit through it? Oh, hole? it's big enough. Yeah, you could definitely oh. fit through it. Graven would be a little bit of a squeeze, but you could get through it. It's, it's, I mean, it's the size of a hole that was punched through the wall. Should we go in and see? I think we should. We should investigate. Like some kind of a lecture hall. Hmm. No one's in, is there anyone in there? No, not that, not that I can see. Well, let's be careful. Might as well. But... I'm just going to... Hop in. Okay, you hop in. Again, you're in this sort of lecture hall area. And I mean, that's my follower. Sure. Yeah. Each of you kind of <laughs> sort of make your way over the stone. Graven <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of jams his I way give a yeah. hand. And yeah. Can Orba stay outside of the hole? She can, yeah. Okay. She remains sort of out. You watch the rest of them work their way in. And at the far end of this, whatever this room is, there's a little staircase that leads up to the stage area, and then behind is a wooden door that's slightly ajar, sort of leading into another area that you can't see through. Are there any? Uh, you said there are a bunch of chairs, mm-hmm. so, so it looks so it's basically like an audience looking. Yeah, area. it looked like there was a number of rows of chairs. Some of them are knocked over at this point, but it's okay. all facing the stage. Of the area. No, like items of interest in the sort of fray of the you can make chairs. An investigation check. Uh, 22. 22, okay. So, aside from the chairs, there aren't any large objects of note, but through a thorough search, you sort of pick up one of the overturned chairs, and one of the splintered seat backs that had kind of broken against the floor reveals a small velvet pouch, and you open it up a little bit. It's mostly empty, but you reach inside, and there seems to be a bit of fine purple dust that sparkles ever so slightly. It might be some kind of mineral dust of some kind. So you have a pouch of some kind of dust. Um, I... S- you look I, confused. What have you got there? Does anyone... Does anyone recognize this purple dust? Purple I sort dust. of show the... It doesn't seem to... It could be a, some kind of crushed mineral rock, something okay. that doesn't... Like a dye? Is it like a... No, it's like, like a sand. Like it feels like, like a, a sand oh. or powder. Okay. Taste it. Uh, almost. Orba <laughs> pokes her head through the wall and goes, What did he find? I say, does this look... It's something like I have a little bit of it. Purple yeah, dust! Like, does it look like anything to you, Tiefling? You can make an arcana check. 
that is a 12. 12. You've seen some materials like this used in various spells that you've seen when you were younger, and it's, it looks like it might be amethyst powder, which is a, yeah, which is a dust that's used for certain spells, certain ingredients for various potions or whatever. Um, it wasn't a full pouch, but there is a little bit of dust left in the pouch. It looks like some kind of spellcasting material, some amethyst dust. Useless right now, but I'll hang on to this. I sort of put it into my cloak. Think there's anything else in here? Is there, there's still like candles burning. Does it seem like it was? There's there's a light streaming in from the door. It's sort of there's slightly ajar. Okay. Yeah, in the room that you're in, the only light source is you're, if you're still holding the. Yeah. yeah the, okay. Can I inch over to the door and just kind mm-hmm. of put my ear to the. Yeah, sure. And you walk by anything. up on the staging area. There's that bench, and as you walk by it. It sort of has a number of stains on it, blue and black, maybe a dried ink of some kind. It doesn't look like blood, necessarily. And, or some kind of fluid, maybe, that's spilled there. And you look into the door, and you see a thin hallway with a pair of oil lamps that are staggered, so they keep the corridor actually fairly well lit. And peeking in through the doorframe, you're able to hear sort of a low, consistent tone, like a... Almost like a sort of consistent mechanical tone, maybe. Doesn't sound like something natural. Um, and you see on your right a wooden door leading to another room. And a little farther down the hall is an opening door size, but there's no door there, just an open passage. And then on the end of the hallway, there's another door. So there's one on the right, a door on the right, mm-hmm. then an opening, and then another door. So two more rooms, you can go, three more rooms you could go into. And then the hallway turns to the left at the end of the hall. Should we split up? Yes, Let's split up. We don't. We don't hear any. Just Other than the, the tone. tone. Just the noise. Yeah, the tone is the only thing you can hear as of right now. Yeah, I'll, uh, Graven. I'll, I'll go through. Who wants to come through the right door with me? I think we should stick to our normal teams then. <laughs> well, Safira <laughs> um, well, is a bit low on health. Perhaps I should be nearby in case she needs to be healed. You wanna come with us? I don't mind coming with you. Orbis, so, you guys trying to be quiet as you pass through this area? Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead and make stealth checks. Which door are you guys going to? The, the right. first one on the, the right. 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 Orbis sees everybody starting to mosey further away from her, and she gets a little unsettled and climbs through the Fair. hole and Climb through. gets yeah. up to everybody. Sure. 22. 20. 20. Wow. Mm-hmm. So quiet. <laughs> 11. I mean, you guys are moving pretty well, pretty quietly, <laughs> sort of well through the area. You sort of manage to push the door open, and it doesn't squeak as it opens. You make your way to the door, and just before we head to their room, where where you guys headed? We're going to the left. We'll meet you back here, and we'll check out the set of passage together. Okay. So we're going. Uh, I, I look. I look to Tiefling, and I say. I look to Orba, and I say, Tiefling, and I point to the door on the left. The right door. No door on, door on the right. Opening on the right. Door straight ahead. And then the hallway turns to the left. Oh, Jesus. Oh, so, oh, so to four the choices, really. Let's go to the other door. I'm going to go to the other door. So, on the end of the hall. The end right. of the, It's two doors, two passageways, basically. Yeah, basically. Great. So, yeah, let's. Just be uh, careful sneaking past the open door. Just make sure that nobody. Yes, I, I sort of point to the other door and say, Tiefling. After you. Okay, so you, make, you make stealth takes as well. Stay alert. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Eight. Eight. 16. 16. Okay, you guys make your way down. There's a little bit of 
this stone has a little bit of noise to it. You hear the boots kind of clacking against the stone, but it's fairly quiet. Like, unless someone was listening very closely, they wouldn't hear you move by. So as you guys enter into the door on the immediate right, there's no sound or light emanating from it, and you're still holding the thing, I'm assuming, right? So you walk in, and the light pours in from your source, and it seems to be a study. There's a desk, there's a couple shelves, there's a chair behind the desk, there's an unlit lamp up on the wall. And given the sparseness of the space, it seems like a room that was either used very little or was packed up very recently. There's nothing on the shelves, um, except for there's a scale on the desk, like you would measure out sort of very fine measurements, perhaps, you know, dusts or, yes, rocks, something, you know, very small. Is it small enough for me to take with me? You could, yeah, if you wanted to throw it. Put that in my bag. Yeah. And then there's a couple of empty glass jars on the shelf and a broom leaning up in the corner. Do you think this was a school for magic? Perhaps. I have either abandoned or forced to forced to evacuate. Seems like a secret school if it was one. Mm. Anything in the desk? Make an investigation. Let me check. <laughs> hold it. Gotta hold the, the femur over there. <laughs> over her head. <laughs> Eighteen. Eighteen. So you're able to look around, and there's nothing in the desk. The drawers have been cleaned out. They're empty. But you sort of look down underneath, and there's a tuft of black silk fibers caught on, like, a splinter on the desk. It seems like mm-hmm. someone walked by it, and a piece of clothing tore off. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a black fibers of a robe or, a, or a, perhaps a piece of footwear or pants. Someone must have been here, though. Looks like someone left in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Anything... We would recognize any just black fabric. So it looks like silk. Can I just look at the shelf and just do like kind of a once over? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the shelf. You don't even the shelves. There's only a few of them, and there's a couple empty glass jars. Other than that, there. Is there any traces? Can I like open? Uh, yeah. Make an investigation check to see if anything like spilled on it. Yeah. No, I just want to see if there's any traces if it was powder Mm -hmm. or like. Yeah. Go on. Um, 24. 24. Yeah, there's, there isn't powders, but there's a number of rings on the wood where it looks like jars were sitting there and, you know, collected some dust. So when they picked up the jars, there's sort of a a circle of non-dust area, but you don't see any materials or anything like that. But it does look like someone, whatever was on the shelves, someone took them all except for the empty ones. Okay. Empty jars might be of use. Take like a couple of, maybe yeah. two or three. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right Small, down. empty. <laughs> three empty jars. Yeah, three empty jars. Mm-hmm. You can take. You never know when you might need them. What color was it? The piece of clothing is a black silk fabric. Right. And as they're looking through the room. And that's, is, that, is that a like, rather nice. Like, yeah, it could be a nice one. Like, yeah, it looks yeah. like it could be a, something from a nice it's piece like of clothing. Fancy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as they're rummaging through the room, you guys walk, and as you head towards the door at the end of the hall you can see to your right and the opening to the right is some kind of supply closet maybe it doesn't go in very deep it goes in like five ten feet maybe and there's shelves that line three sides so you go in it's like a walk-in closet almost there's shelves on three sides and there's a few small items that remain that you can take if you'd like there's um, like 12 to 15 pieces of chalk There's a couple of empty flasks, like hip flasks. Mm-hmm. Two flasks that are sort of more bulbous shaped, 
and they're filled with oil that you would like refill an oil lamp lanterns or it could be used for something else but. okay a number of blank pieces of parchment eight pieces of parchment mm-hmm. a set of manacles shackles Fur lined. What was what was the first thing we found? Uh, chalk. Some chalk. chalk. A bunch of pieces of chalk. Yeah. How many pieces of chalk? Twelve to fifteen. Well, fifteen. <laughs> we'll say fifteen pieces of chalk. Just make sure that you're both not saying that you have. Correct. Yeah. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna split it up. Yeah. Don't know where he's like. Mm, two, so the yeah, one, actually, one for you, one for me, one for you, and the, one you, you for break me. the fifteen pieces yeah. in half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so two two oil lamp flasks, two empty like hip flasks, mm-hmm. um, eight pieces of paper, eight pieces of paper, set of manacles, shackles, Great. and then one vial of uh, something, some kind of liquid. What colors? It's sort of a greenish liquid. Yeah, you're not there. <laughs> I, I look to Orban. Does this look like anything to you? Uh, you why don't you both make a nature check? Ooh. <laughs> nature goals. Eleven. <laughs> uh, four. Um, you think you know? You don't know for sure, but you think it looks like an antitoxin, like you buy in a, in a shop. Okay. That if you drank it, it would give you sort of resistance or protection from poisons or something. Okay. Um. Split the hip flasks. Okay. One each. Split the oil lamp. One each. Okay. You guys in the other room can kind of hear the clean yeah, yeah. instead of the, like, <laughs> gathering from uh, that. Would you like the shackles? Clean it up in there. <laughs> to put you in, sure, yeah. She takes them. <sighs> can I have the paper? <laughs> yes, you can take all the paper. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> you guys all right down there? Shh! Uh, you take the shackles. Sort of negates the sneaking. If you, uh, yell take, between rooms. you want the chalk as well? <laughs> for drawings? For your drawings? Okay. And this is simultaneous. So right now you guys are yeah. gathering things. Um, you're yeah. looking at the piece of clothing. I'll take the This is all happening simultaneously. Go ahead. Great. Uh, can, is that, that's all that we can find? That's all that you see in that. Um, so then, now let's proceed. Yeah. Great. So you move towards the end of the hall. The door, the door is ajar, and it's dark and it's quiet, and you don't have the light source with you. So right dark now. vision, sixty feet. Great. You have to, so you oh, can we? Can, are there any torches that we can? There's grab? Lamps on the wall. You can grab them off the wall. Yeah. Um, They're like oil. Why don't we peek in before let's, we? Let's peek in. Get a light source. Let's peek in. As long as you both, you both have dark vision. Yeah. yeah I have Great. So why don't you peek in? I'll go grab a light source while she's peeking. Okay. okay. I gotta go peek in. Okay. <laughs> so you approach the end of the hall. And it's before you reach for the doorknob. Yes. Or, yeah, you can look around the corner I to the left. I would love to look around mm. the corner. <laughs> and the corridor extends another 25, 30 feet forward uh-huh. before four steps lead up into maybe a larger room. You can see another room that's well lit at the end of this hallway. Okay. And there's doors on either side. On top of the stairs, or no, no, no. Before you get to the staircase, there's a door on the left and a door on the right. Okay. Opposite each other. Okay. Um, none of the are any of them like opened, cracked, anything. Both of them. Both of those ones are shut. Both of them are shut doors. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sorry. What's the? Is our door shut? It's like a jar. It's slightly ajar. And there's no okay. light in it. Great. The only light. I mean, the hallway that you came from was lit. 
and then the room at the end of the hallway, peeking around the corner, is lit. The other rooms are dark, as far as you can tell. Okay. Uh, While I'm grabbing a thing, I'm looking in the room. I got Orba just slips her boots off and holds them in her hand as she, like, pitters up to the door and peeks. You push open the door, and immediately it looks like maybe sleeping quarters. There's a couple of bunk beds, headboards resting up against the far wall. And at the foot of each bunk bed is some kind of unlocked storage chest that someone might have stored. You know, personal belongings or, or clothing. Bunks with trunks. Bunks with trunks. And then there's a cheaply constructed vanity mirror sort of at the right side wall. And an unlit oil lamp on the desk where the vanity sort of is there, that area. Okay. And there's a simple kind of wooden bucket sitting next to the side of the van. Okay. Safe to enter, Tiefling. Doesn't appear to be anyone. Okay, yeah, I give him a wave. Sure. And I slither in. So I push the door open and mm-hmm. the press from holding the... Holding it makes the a very light. quiet kind of creak noise as you... Nothing. So the... You can, you can see the beds are unmade. There's the chests, the vanity. Are you guys looking at something in particular? Uh, come with can I look through one of the chests or all the chests? Yeah, the you chest. look at the chests at the end of the bed. There's multiple pairs of dirty leather gloves. Seems like someone's handling something and they're sort of stained, sort of black and, and blue. And Can't tell what it's stained. Does it look like the ink from outside? It looks like, bench? yeah, it looks like a similar color. Um, you don't know what it's from, but black and blue kind of inks, maybe, that the gloves have been stained by. Yeah, because they, they grab stuff from the, the things. So you guys saw them kind of going into the room at the end. Let's go to meet yeah. the friends. Well, yeah, slowly we're come up behind them. We're just going to come out and sneak them. Same, kind of, same stealth check. You guys were pretty stealthy, so you make your way into the hallway. And then now you guys are all you guys are all in that in the quarters, sleeping yeah. quarters area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything uh, should we anything, know about? Anything on the vanity? Um, it's mm-hmm. empty as far as the drawers and things, but the bucket next to it, as you get closer to it, you can look in, and it seems like it's filled a couple inches thick with what appear to be filings and small pieces of fingernails. Like someone was filing fingernails there, and a couple bigger pieces that may have been filed off. Human? Uh, you can't tell. This black and green, anyone know what those ink stains would be from? Could be anything. The ink stains are on the gloves. Yeah. Yeah, on the pairs of gloves, yeah. Well, that reminds me of something. The handprint on a piece of paper. Well the handprint was red, wasn't it? Was it? Like on yeah. the paper that I I, I have a handprint. I think it I think yours was, yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah. mean mm. mm. I think it's some sort of chemical. It's not covered in ink, like the whole thing. Oh, like, okay. It didn't look it's like, like it was like dipped in, no, there's like stains, patches. Like something dripped on it. Are the beds? Um, are the bed? The beds are unmade. Do they yeah. they look like they were sort of slept in. Re- do they look like they were slept in recently? Are they? Maybe it's hard to tell Can that. I but start lifting up mattresses yeah. and just see if there's anything. Sort of, sort of cheap mattresses, kind of very thin and kind of floppy, but you don't see anything underneath the mattresses. Nothing hidden underneath there. Hmm. Anyone take a look at these nail clippings in here? Kind of gross if you ask me, but they're kind of large as so, well. Can I have one of your jaws? Yes. I'm just gonna take the jar and like scoop some of the nail clippings Ooh, and yeah. just Two sure. take it in. Was there anything else in the sorry the beds and the and the and the trunks and the vanity? Nope. Yeah, as far as you can tell, in here, that's it. Uh, 
Where, where's like the entrance to the? Can we, you can't tell because you came in through a we came in hole, through a hole, hole wall. Yeah. So you have not seen an exit to the outside. Yeah, sorry. So when we went around the corner to the left, mm-hmm. there was then two doors. Yep. Yeah. And you, you went into one of them. No, you went into the door at the end of the hall. But if you had turned left instead, you have gone go there's, another, yeah. there's another okay. hallway with yes. We went one. in the yes. first door, they yep. were in the closet, and then we're in the back door. Yeah, I thought, so, I thought we had that's like, correct. seen everything. The, so as far as you know, potentially three more rooms you have not been in. Two room. doors to the side and one at the end of the hall. Anything okay. of note in, in your, behind your door? Nothing. There was a piece of cloth, though. Got hooked onto a... Looks like it could have been a part of a, like a, like a cloak. fancy robe or a cloak. Someone left in a hurry and it got caught on the desk as they were trying to leave. We saw two more doors at the end of the hallway and one much larger room. Uh, we should. We should. Someone was definitely here again. recently. Very recently. Um, I think we should continue on. Yeah, I'm holding a light, the so I'll. Yeah. You got two light sources now. Graven's got one too. You have an oil lamp. Gesture to Graven to walk forward with yeah. me down the hallway. Keep okay. investigating. Can you two lead the way, Erland and Graven? Yeah, carefully. Quietly. Carefully move forward. And it only takes you, you know, 10, 15 feet for the door on the left seems the same as the other doors. It's closed, but just a sort of basic wooden door. The door on the right is noticeably more solid, sort of well constructed. Mm -hmm. The wood is darker and it has like no give to it. The other doors kind of seem like they're creaking or flimsy a little bit, sort of simple doors. This one seems very well built and solid. And it seals like almost perfectly with the floor, the ceiling, and the wall. So there's, you can't see any light coming through it or anything. And there's a symbol that you don't recognize etched into the wood on this door. And are you following them close behind? Mm-hmm. Make an arcana check. Eleven. Eleven. You're able to recognize this as a glyph of warding. Okay. It's a spell that can be triggered in some way if it's on an object. In this case, possibly if you open the door. You know, it could be placed on a chest. If you open the chest, something happens. So it has a spell trapped inside it. You don't know what it is. And if this you trigger... Touching? Yeah, this sort of symbol. And if you trigger it, a, something will happen. It could be a fireball. It could be, you know... Oh, okay. It has a spell basically waiting for someone to trigger the effects. Um... Can I see if like the door has any locking mechanism on it? Just out of curiosity. There is a doorknob. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah. I'm just going to look Is it if, is it if someone tries to open it, the spell will be released? You don't know that for sure, but that's possible. Yes. Or there's something that triggers the effects of the spell. As of right now, it has not triggered. But we don't know there's a spell. Orba does. Yeah. She was able to identify the. the... Orba kind of gets on her tippy toes a little bit and reaches her shoulders up and is like, "Please, nobody touch this door." Why? If you open it, something bad might happen. Some kind of spell will be triggered, possibly, and I don't think it will be good. If, if if anything, maybe we can open it up when we're farther away from it with one of my spells, but at the moment, please, nobody touch this door. What do we investigate once they're here? Open us? the door behind me. I look at that door. The, the door on the opposite the side. The door on the opposite yeah. side yeah. of the hall. The door seems fairly regular. Same as the doors you went through to go to the other rooms. Well, yes, by all means, you can <laughs> open that one. You okay. also, the door that had the symbol on it, the sort of seems louder coming from there. The mm. whirring kind of oh, okay. mechanism seems to be a little louder. The door's pretty solid, so it muffles some of the sound. That door, Nobody right? has touched the door yet. 
Uh, I'm going to very carefully open the seemingly safe door. Push open the seemingly safe door. (laughs) And it opens up into what appears to be a mess hall. There's a central table with four stools, some cupboards that are open and seem to be bare. Um, There's a cauldron in the corner that's not heated or nothing's cooking in it or anything, but it seems like dining kind of area. They may have left hastily, but they were thorough. They must have had time. Well, they were living here, they were sleeping here, they were eating here, there was a lecture hall. They knew something was coming. I think they produced what was coming. It was also like that, that auditorium was very bizarre. That, that we entered into. Yeah. And that is where the, the hole of the wall was created as well. It's perhaps where the, um, the undead... Maybe, the, maybe the, uh, they punched outwards, not inwards. Maybe they made those creatures and didn't realize what would happen with them. Or maybe they made them and did realize what would happen with them and tried to get out before they were caught. Is there anything in the cauldron? Can I walk over to the cauldron? Is there anything? It's empty. Empty. Should we... Uh, well, but would you know how to deactivate that door if you tried? Um, you might be able to tell by looking very closely what spell might be trapped in it, but you might not be able to tell how to disarm it. I would like to try and see what spell. Sure, you take a really close look, you take a minute to really sort of investigate the etchings and things. Make another arcana check. Okay. Arva puts her finger up and <laughs> scowls. Actually, uh, make an investigation check because you're really sort of looking for Okay, the... that's a 12. 12. Um, it seems like the runes and the etchings it might release a curse if you were to trigger it somehow. What does that mean? It would a curse could be a number of things that might, you know, slow you down, it could harm you, it could a curse could be a, a many and number of things. Theoretically, if something were to open the store that wasn't a, a breathing organism, like how would that curse be directed? It could be an area, like it could be that it affects anything within an area of 10 feet, 20 feet. You don't know for sure. But it, it depends wouldn't on what's have, trapped inside. It wouldn't have a way of like, like heat missiling us, right? Like it can't just like come out and find us. As far as you know. Mm. Unless it released a creature, but you don't think. I, think. I think that whoever was here was thorough enough to take everything of import with them. We should. Less, until we know exactly what this is, we should leave this alone. We don't even know where we are. We should find out what this place is. There's a much larger room directly to the left. Yeah. Let's, Let's go in that direction. Please. And at least get away from the door, and then we can make decisions on, on the magic scary door. Yeah, if there's any any other evidence of, of what it is, yes. So you guys kind of in the mess hall right now? You're kind of we're still out. We're, I'm still, I think we're still. Yeah. 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 So, okay. I think the doorway of the mess hall. Yeah. yeah. Can, the can I, it's, it's how far away is the room at the sort of, the larger room? Another 20 feet maybe down the hall. It's not far. Great. Up the stairs um, a little bit. Couple of the lantern up and gesture yeah. to everyone to move quietly towards the larger. Great. Move forward a little bit and you start to hear a little bit of, like a little bit of sputtering. Oh boy. Does anyone else hear that? Yes. Somebody, it sounds like somebody's heard. And you move up. And the chamber is wider than most of the rooms. It seems like it opens up larger than any of the other rooms you've seen. And a large glyphed circle is carved into the ground on the far side. It seems like you've seen something like this before. Mm-hmm. And in the back corner, there's a ladder that leads up a narrow shaft. Like it sort of disappears upward. 
and the air is a little smoky. It's kind of thicker up near the ceiling, sort of gathered up near the ceiling. There's a sort of smell of maybe burnt hair of some kind. It's not overwhelming. It seems like it didn't seem like it happened recently, but it's sort of the wafting, lingering smell. And as you move up a couple more steps, you see a man lying, bleeding on the floor, just about on his last, last breath, judging by sort of you see the life leaving his eyes. Looks mostly human, but he has this long metallic silver hair, like silver, really reflective hair. It drapes messily over his face and across the ground as the blood kind of pools near his head. And there's a figure kneeling above him, facing away from you. A heavy dose of balding has left only tufts of hair on the sides of his head. And he has a brown robe, no decoration at all, very simple brown robe. Loose sleeves obscuring most of his body, except for a pair of, seems like, aged, wrinkled hands. One of them poking out from the left side is holding a dagger that has blood on it. And the other one holding a potion bottle that's uncorked. And it's empty. And he stays perfectly still, kneeling right there next to the man on the floor. His, his back is to His us. back is to you, yeah. I'm going to take my longbow out and point it right, okay. at him. Hold, oh, hold from hold. Um, and I say, so that the old man can hear me, I say, well, first I actually whisper to you, if he moves an inch, I will lose my bow. I say, sir, who's, are you in front here? Um, the two of you are basically at the staircase? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. was Graven. Yeah, I was up front with Erlen. So it's Graven, Erlen, but Saphir kind of right behind them as well? Great. And I say, um... We have a bow trained on your back. If you so much as flinch, we fire. No response. No movement. Turn around very slowly with your hands in the air. And you see a little bit of movement, and he doesn't drop the dagger, but he stands slowly, and he has the dagger kind of pointing down in his hand, and he turns it in his hand so it's facing up, but he doesn't drop it. And he doesn't turn around. I'll ask you one more time. Turn and drop your weapon. No response. Who are you? Nothing. <laughs> um, I really wanted to shoot him, but I know it's such a bad idea. <laughs> you shouldn't have had to speak. And the guy on the ground, is he conscious? I, uh, he's like, he's almost... Where's, like where's his hand with the dagger? He's he stood up, and he's got his hand by his left side, and he's got the empty potion bottle in the other hand. Can empty I shoot potion. at the dagger? You Yeah, you'd have to hit his hand, yeah. Well, can I, like, try to shoot it out of his hand? Do you know what I mean? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to shoot it out of his right? hand. Right, so... She loses the arrow. She wastes an arrow. Make an attack roll. That would still be very accurate. God. Okay. Ten. Oh, where is this again? Attack? Yeah. Well, bottom right, yeah. Uh, for your long one? Yeah. Oh, okay, 17. 17. So the arrow, and it goes through the hand, and it sort of turns into dust, and it sort of goes up his arm, and, and the whole body starts starts to disintegrate into dust. It seems like it might have been an illusion. And stepping out from the side, a man comes out and 
stabs Erland, who's standing there at the edge of the staircase. 19 to hit. Oh, my God. 19 hits. 19 hits. You take... 11 piercing damage. Oh, gosh. As the dagger... He pulls it out, and immediately at that, he takes out his hand, and you see this man who just appeared... There was sort of a shimmering that now solidifies. It looks like he might have drunk an invisibility potion. And now that he's come out of invisibility, he opens his hand and blows dust out. And it creates this sort of shimmering wall right where the staircase led up to the other room. And it sort of creates this wall in front of him. And the other sort of image of the man has disappeared. Y- yeah, go ahead. So, sorry, the, where's the wall? Is the wall behind him? From where in front came? of you. No, so it's now between you. So he stuck you. Pulled it out and blew the wall. So now it's between you and him. Oh. Well, the very first thing I'm going to do is drink my healing potion. I'm like, I fall to the, I clutch the wound, sure, I yeah. fall to the ground, and I get my healing potion out of my bag. Uh, and he blows the dust, and the wall appears, and he immediately turns around and starts moving towards the circle on the ground. Did we get a good look at him at all? Did no, hooded, hair, uh, sort of hood over his face, and he only sort of went down and moved around. Still wearing, he's wearing the exact same thing, so it seemed like he created an illusion of himself, and now he's turned around and moved towards the teleportation circle, and there's this wall in front of you. Um, as I'm on the ground, I say, I say, try and get him, I'll take care of myself. Can I just kind of like try to swipe at the wall? Sure, you touch the wall. It seems like it's it's like hard. It's like hard. It's solidified there. How far away is? Can we get around it? Uh, No, it's it has sealed off the where the staircase went up, like basically the entrance into this area. Can I? He's kneeled down. He's on the other side of the wall. Oh, he's on the other. He's in the room. Um, how far away is he near the teleportation circle from the staircase? Oh, how how far is the circle? Yeah, it's like thirty feet. Can he hear us through the wall? You don't know. Um, you sir, can... through yeah, Orba's knowledge of how teleportation circles work, is there a way to, like, disfigure the sigil to render it inactive you or anything? You can try to damage it, yeah. Um, uh, can I, I can still see through the wall also, right? Yep, it's a clear wall. All right, Orba runs up Almost to the like wall. Almost like a hard plastic, like a plexiglass or something. Um, and, and, and... Oh God! Quickly casts Mage Hand and like peeks through the wall to see if she can find just anything that the hand can grab to like. Sure, you go to cast Mage Hand and you pick a spot where it appears correctly. Uh-huh. Yes. You do that and you're looking at the spot where it appears, but it appears in front of the wall on your side. Oh, it seems like you can't no. cast it on the other side of the wall. Is the it's blocking any magic from passing through it? Is the wall is literally going all the way across. Like yep. yeah. there's no gaps. It's not all the way around. It touches the stone walls yeah. on either side. And at this point, he's sort of he's touched a few of the sigils around the circle. Um, take well, note well, of take note of exactly how like I'm uh, paying attention to sure. Make exactly. a perception check. You're trying to see what sigils Ex- he's touching. Exactly sure, like yeah. his pattern. Or yeah, whatever. make a perception check. Um. Uh, 18. 18. Okay, so you can kind of tell he, he does it in almost a, if there's 12 faces of like a clock face, like mm-hmm. from new, from 12 all the way back around, he touches like a 1 o'clock, and then a 6 o'clock, and then a 9 o'clock, and then he reaches back up towards 1 o'clock, okay. as far as you've seen so far. And, and literally just like... Like hand, like palming each one. Yeah, of them. he's like touching it, and then like for a second, and then he touches the one behind him, touches, 
This is on the floor. And he's yep, it's on, he's kneeling him. down okay. on the floor. He's in the middle of the circle, touching right. the other parts of it. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to try to... There's, like, lamps and stuff, lanterns in that room. Yeah. I'm going to try oh. to just... Sorry? In the room... That he's... Yeah, that he's in. Yep. Booping his things. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to cast Thaumaturgy and put out all of the lights. Right. Oh. Fuck. Lights go out. The thaumaturgy it works. seems thaumaturgy to go works. through. Yeah. Um, what else can I do? <laughs> stranger, we... We only come looking for the beasts that attacked us. He touches another six o'clock. Uh, wait, slow we're down. We're not going to hurt you, we just need an explanation. We want to know where we are. What is this place? And he touches nine o'clock. And as he does that, a shimmering portal opens up. It's sort of in front of him. And it sort of opens and make who's closest to this wall right now? I think. I mean, I was trying to yell at him through it. I would, sure, make a yeah. perception check then. Uh, Make another one, so for... Twelve. Twelve. The portal opens, and you can't see a lot, but it seems to be a beach on the other side. Beautiful. Um, can not, thal- not a beach I, re- I recognize? Nothing, no. Just a beach. Can thaumaturgy, like, crack the wood in the floor or anything? It doesn't have the power to do that, no. What is the f- surface of the floor? It's stone. The it's whole place stone. is stone, yeah. It's like... It's been constructed. Doesn't respond to you. And now he steps through the portal. And it. Uh, Does the wall go away? Yep, the wall disappears. Um, I'll quickly run over to the the thing and see if there's any. The thing, the sigil. The teleportation teleportation circle. Yeah, Orba runs over to Erland and just. Pats him on the head because she can't tell. Did you take the healing? Potion? No, I'm, I'm like holding it. And I, was oh, about okay. to, I was about to say to Graven, I was like, "Can you heal me? Do you do what you need to do first, and then heal me?" Okay. All right. He's run over to the circle. Yeah, run over to the circle to see if there's any like tr- like if there's anything glowing. Still it seems or... like the ones that he touched are glowing. The sort of one o'clock, six o'clock, nine o'clock. Yeah. They're glowing, sort of a whitish, like a bright white, and they're dimming now. Can I, can I is... try to? touch them in the, in you the can. same way that I just watched him yep. do it. Nothing happens. <sighs> can I run over to Erland and just like take, like strip some of the cloak off and like tie it around mm-hmm. the wound? Yeah, you sort of make a sort of a makeshift like doesn't heal you, um, but it yes, feels, yes. feels good. <laughs> Friendship plus five. Um, uh, <laughs> from, from before when you guys saw the teleportation circle in the other uh, underneath the fountain mm-hmm. way back when, Orba had some knowledge of it, and there is materials required. Yeah. It doesn't just open up based on touching. Can I it. run up to the, the man who's dying? Yeah, he's he's, he's dead. He's dead. He's very <laughs> dead now. Um, can I? But you can. Can I? Can I kind of look? Through his things, like what is he? Yeah, wearing? make an investigation check. Okay. He's wearing. It looks like he's wearing fairly expensive clothes, but now sort of stained with blood. There's a few tears and rips in them. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, you find a signet ring, like a ring that would be used. To, people would use it to stamp their sort of sigil to yeah. identify themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has an elegant letter L on the sigil ring. Can I take it off? His- yep. Pull it off, man. Um, I go back over to Erland once I see that there's not much I can do with the circle. Uh, forgive me. I was just trying to right. see if I could find out any more information. Where, Quickly. Where does? Where did he get you? Uh, in the, in the, I point to my side. Okay. <laughs> I can't really speak. I'm losing. <laughs> spot, spit some blood. Spit some blood up. Kind of. I look into your eyes and hold on to each one of your sides very firmly and cast cure wounds. Okay. 
Um, I run up to Orba. Sure, just let him uh, roll. Uh, uh, okay. HP equal to 1d8 plus spell casting ability. Which is 2, I think. Which is 2. Oh, that's attack. Yeah, it's your proficiency. Proficiency bonus? Yeah. Yeah, okay, sure. So 1d8, did I just say? I'm like, I'm all over the place. Uh, nine. Oh, cool. So you feel the sort of energy crush back into you as he holds on to you. Um, how's that? I stand up and I shake Graven's hand, like, with two hands. And I say, I'm forever in your debt, my friend. <laughs> so I ran up to Orba because she's just standing I was patting him on the oh, head right. yes. Mm. you guys have sort of convalesced around Erland except for Sophia who's looking at the sort of dead man's do you know how to get down there open it up no, no. Graven has you know it's code. a spell but you, you can't do it I, I, I'm not well known in the spell I don't know how to do it I know that you need things I know that you need materials um that's about it. I, I don't know the spell. Can, can I kind of undress the guy and take his cloak? You can, yeah. Okay. It's torn a little bit, but it's nice. I mean, yeah. his clothes were nice. Yeah. Um, turn my attention to that guy. We, we definitely don't recognize him. Not the He's not wearing any colors or... or Nothing that identifies. Can I look at Except how for the sigil ring. Can I see yeah. how he died? Like, did he die from a dagger wound? Yeah, he's bleeding. It seems like a couple stab wounds okay. seem to be... He's fully dead. I look down at my side and looks fully dead. Yeah. Okay. I looked down at my side and look at the dead guy and say, I recognize those stab wounds. <laughs> is the dagger that the the guy is using to kill him on the floor? He took it with him to the floor. Um, in uh, other than the um, teleportation thing and and the dead guy, now that we've now that it have seems a moment, have yeah. a moment, is there anything else in the room that is of note? Just as I mentioned, there's a, in a corner. There's a ladder heading up. Yeah. And it goes through like a narrow but, shaft. But it, what kind of room is it? It's like an what kind of room is it? Is it seemed it a... like it was for the purpose of the teleportation. Like, it, there isn't much else in the room, um, but it seemed like people come pass through here through the portal. If um, we can't get um, down there, should we just go up? Uh, I have a, sorry, I have a necromancy cantrip, spare the dying, touch a living creature that has zero hit points. Mm-hmm. Is that something that I could do He's that? Zero hit points um, is usually unconscious or something. Uh, he's, he's dead. He's yeah. DC. Okay. Um, Never mind. Just yes, take a look at him. Like <laughs> you raise your hand. Uh, not gonna bother. <laughs> not worth the time. Um, now that I can't believe I'm going to say this, but now that we're further away from the door, Orba, mm. would you oh, like to try to open? Yes, it? the door. Um, uh, I recommend everybody go stand near the ladder, please. Orba, if it's a spell that casts out within a certain radius, then you can't be near the door. Can you use... I can cast my mage hand, I'll be 30 feet away. Um, just if things start going south and she turns to Graven, do you, will you be able to help me? I, I think so. Um, uh, I don't have any spell slots. I can't cure you, but I could... Um, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, before I, because uh, I guess we're all near each other still, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna give the t- tiefling my, uh, my healing potion and say, I want this back. For when I don't have to use Should it, she, right? Um, Correct. I can well, also try shooting my arrow at the door. 
I don't know if you're going to be able to turn. What kind of handle is the doorknob? It's a fairly standard doorknob. Is it a knob or like a? It's a knob. Mm. But if the spell activates when something attacks it, or if anything's near it, then we'll know. I think it might only trigger if we open. I mean, touch it. Or just open the door. I think it's like a like a um, like not pressure plate, but I think it's something similar to that. But you're welcome to try. I mean, it's just the cost of an arrow. You can go pick it up later, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So from where I am now, can I see the door? Yeah. If you stand at the sort of edge of the hallway, at the top. How far away from it? 20 feet. Okay. So I'm gonna. Uh, oh, can I? Can we back up? Er- Erland is going to the bottom of that ladder and has a hand oh, on it. Oh, they're not actually joining you at the ladder. <laughs> That's like the point. farthest point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Orba will go there too okay. while she does this. I like okay, pick up the half leg and put her above. <laughs> <laughs> Given the angle of a hallway, it'd be hard to be more than thirty feet away because the farther you get away, the, the hallway becomes very like, difficult. Okay, to like that's that's a good okay. idea. Yeah. I think it's a good. What, what are you well, firing an arrow at it? The only I, I can only see negative effect. <laughs> <laughs> the, what would the positive be? You, you well, pierce the door with an arrow. We activate the spell and then we're able to go through the door. But an arrow. What? Well, uh, if if her mage hand could activate it yeah, by opening different. it, that's though. by trying to open it up by trying to pierce it with metal or wood. <laughs> what do you think? We should stick. If Orba can stay thirty feet back, we'll, we'll try that. I can, uh, I can mend. If I can, if something cracks, I can try to. If the door seems like it's going to burst or something, I may be able to put it back together. Okay. Um, well, I agree. While we're, can we see up to what what's above us? Mm-hmm. It's it, it gets dark. It goes up, and uh, you'd have to go up a little ways. Can we do this quickly? It's a little bit glary um, up there. Quick question about my warding flare. Mm-hmm. Interpose divine light between myself and an attacking enemy. I, I say the door turns into an attacking enemy of some kind. If I'm like right by and next to in front of behind Orba, could I kind of like? I think it has to be you. So it, if me. you were the one that it attacked, yes, you could use that. Otherwise, yeah. if it fired something at her, you can't use that. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'll stay close by. I'll stay right behind. I'm gonna take my, my arrow and just like have it ready, just in case anything comes out by the door. I don't think it, I don't think there's anything in there. It's the door itself that's the danger. You heard the noise though. That was from. No, no there was a. There was a I don't. It's louder my, my arrow couldn't do any damage against magic, but I'd still like to be able to, just on the off chance that anyone runs out of there. It's up to you, Orba. I want you're to the know what's behind there. All right, if you're if you're willing to take the risk, I'll. I'll be close by. Um, Orba shoes everybody away. Okay, they all should be, everyone's sort of hover, hovering around the ladder in the corner. I'll stay right, I'm going to stay right behind you. Are you behind her, in front of her? Where are you Right standing? behind Behind her. me. Right okay. behind her, yeah. Um, 30 feet. I'm 30 feet back. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm, 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 I'm kind of like on my toes, like, about to turn away from the door, like ready to run as soon as the door opens with the mage hand. Mm-hmm. Like I'll drop the spell, whatever. I don't care. So, all right, she holds the crystal, casts mage hand in front of the door, and has the mage hand try the doorknob. Okay. And it, and you hear it, and it opens, and you hear kind of a gasp, almost like a, and this sort of 
wave of energy comes out and it's heading towards Orba. This sort Get of close slow, to the ground, Orba. Slow moving sort of wave of energy. Slow moving? Yeah, it's kind of like this. Like it's moving out from the door. This sort of... Like a mist. Yeah, like a mist. Yeah. Um, can I cast Thaumaturgy and gust it toward the other side of the hallway? Sure, you go Thaumaturgy and it... But then it moves back towards you again. It oh. only slightly delays it. I... I grab you and, and kind of put you behind me a little bit. Okay? Get to the ground! He pulls Orba behind him yeah, and the mist kind of and it touches you and instantly you feel this like a weight almost, like it's pulling at you and you feel it kind of sink into your skin and you feel the effects of a curse and write down all dexterity based checks you have disadvantage on while you're cursed and you feel it kind of sink into you and you, you feel sluggish as you're kind of holding the shield and your mace in your hand. But Graven. it does seem to only go into Graven and then it has... Orba so starts shaking him in Graven? all dexterity. Any dexterity-based check? Yeah. Like stealth, a acrobatics, any of those. You have disadvantage until you get rid of the curse. Okay. Graven? I'm alright, I'm alright. I just feel a little heavy. Heavier, heavier, than, heavier, heavier than normal. I, I'm okay. It hasn't affected my mind at all. Just my, just my motion. Uh, Erlen releases, so let's go with the ladder, and moves over to join these three. Or but first, we should find a way to treat it quickly. Uh, you guys look into his eyes, and the irises are like a little grayer around the edges of his eyes. Like they just look. He's sort of identifiably has a curse if someone you know, knew what they were looking at. Or but how long could these last? I don't, I don't know. Would I, would I know that kind of a thing? Like just a, You um, don't know specifically yeah. this one. Yeah. We, we spoke to the, that woman knew of a healer in town. We can visit him when we leave. Let's investigate the room. We did this for a reason. Uh, Orba check. goes in to hug him and then stops for a second and then bows her head and heads toward the door. Okay. Uh, Erlen goes after Orba. I'll follow right. The three of them start to move. I'll just wait here for now. Graven <laughs> starts to move, but it's very slow. <laughs> you guys let me know. <laughs> Great. Okay, so you guys make your way towards the door. And it has opened a little bit. The mage hand did turn the knob, and it's opened a little bit. Carefully and slowly now. I'd like to not be stabbed again. I'm just going to move, like, in front of Graven, just to kind of, sure. like... If you want to slowly... <laughs> Like, creep behind me. I'll hold my weight on you for a second. Yeah, like, and because uh. like, I want to kind of make my way up there, but I want to um, continue to shield you. I mean, I'll be fine. If you want to go, go. I don't, 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 well, don't want to move too much. I need to we'll just steady myself. As they're talking, you three are moving. Yeah. Who's, who's going up to the door? Well, you were going to go first. Mm-hmm. Sure. You walk up to the door, you place a hand on it. Careful. Start to push, and it's heavy. You have to put two hands on it, and it sort of slides across the bottom. And as you start to peek in, that's where we're going to take our dinner. Oh my god! We ran a little over time. Yeah, oh my god. So think about that. Thank you guys for watching. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 15 minutes, and we'll figure out what's behind the cursed door. We'll take a look. Oh my god. Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. Consider subscribing to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. The amazing thing is you can do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account. 
You may also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tabletop Notch for updates, announcements, and really funny stuff. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. But that's enough of that. Back to our story. Welcome back. Uh, back from our break. Everybody settle in. You've gone over to the glyphed door. Now the curse has been released. You push the door open. And it opens into a small, slightly larger than a closet-sized room. And you hear that kind of humming machinery get louder now that you push the door open. And as you open the door the whole way, there seems to be this kind of apparatus or machinery. And there's a pipe about three or four inches in diameter that's going down into the ground. Someone's drilled a hole into the ground and this pipe is feeding down into the ground. You can't really tell how deep it disappears down into a hole. And there's a glass cylinder that the pipe is attached to on the other end in the room. There's a glass cylinder. And the machinery's still humming. It has this kind of loud purring sound. But the, the cylinder's empty. It seems that whatever was being siphoned through the pipe seems to be this is, done. This is the same machinery that we saw... Um, in the underneath the fountain, underneath the, the fountain. cylinder looks very similar. It didn't have a pipe attached to it. It wasn't like drilling anything into okay. the ground. Yes, um, I remember that um, <clears throat> that cylinder had like sort of a dissipating smoke in it. There doesn't mm. seem to be any trace of. No, it might have been empty for some time now. It's, but that's that's all that's in the room. That's all that's in the room. Just the machine. There's a large lever next to the glass cylinder, and that's all that's in the room. That's that's in here. And as you're in here, it's kind of loud. It has this kind of. Like rattling noise. Is the pipe see-through? Like, yeah, you okay. could, if there was anything in it, you could see it. It has like little brass couplers that hold lengths mm-hmm. of glass pipe that are going okay. down. Oh, ground. so the, the pipe is also glass? Yeah, the pipe's glass. Or, you know, um, some kind of see-through here. Okay. Can I investigate the machine? Mm-hmm. Sure. Can I take a light? Like, what are you looking at? I, I want to like, I, I want to look, what is it doing? Like, what's the... Sure. It's, yeah, it's, right. It's like in, it's sort of in between the glass cylinder and the glass pipe, right? Yeah, so the glass pipe comes up out of the ground and yeah. then feeds into the glass cylinder. And the machine is sort of in between the two, or where's the machine at? The yeah, it's next to the glass cylinder. Oh, like, there okay. seems to be some kind of rotating gears or something. It's sort of operating. In some Can way. I see what it's doing? Like the, the machine. Yeah, yeah. The the gears are kind of turning, and it seems like it's there's sort of a plunger plunging sort of up and down with as the gears are turning. So it seems, it seems like whatever was in this jar is being pumped through the okay. glass pipe. Okay. Whatever was in the jar, the machine was turning, and it's yeah into the ground. Into the ground, yeah, or possibly up from the ground. But is there any residue or like? Not that you can see inside the cylinder. Or the pipe. And the, should I pull the lever? Oh God! Uh... I apparently don't learn from my mistakes. You know what, at this point... I think right now... Have you come join them? Right now it's Berlin, Bazaar, and yeah, You're with Graven, back in the Yeah, I, I was with Graven. Can I, I kind of think I... Can I run ahead? Because he said... Yeah. He said leave sure. me. You can come up and <laughs> Just make sure. So, um... I'll come up to join them. I just kind of walk to the... Just to the doorway and, like, put, put one hand on the doorway and just look in to see. Sure. Um... 
There's no, oh, there's no, um, there's no etchings on the wall? There's nothing but this thing. Just the machine. Do we, like, if I look at the lever, can I see anything that it connects to? Yeah, it connects to the gears and, you know, the pump, I mean, it doesn't seem to be... And the gears are moving? Is that what Yeah, right now, the gears, yeah, that's what's, yeah, the gears are... Nothing's coming out. No. Any, uh, ink on the lever? I imagine if you pull the lever, it'll stop the gears. It looks like almost the switch that turns it on or off. Shall I try? We've come this far. Our friend's already <gasps> cursed, it seems. I'm just gonna pull, though. Oh. All right, she walks Curling dives backwards, <laughs> and she does Beer's so. like, pushes her way out. <laughs> and you take it, it takes a little bit of force, but you're able to... And you hear the gears sort of... Slow. And then they eventually... Stop. She never comes to a stop. Silence. See, nothing to be afraid of. Let's yes. perhaps wait a minute, see if any smoke appears in the cylinder. Like, builds up. If it was pumping out, perhaps something will build back up. Just gonna stare at the cylinder for me. You wait a moment. Nothing seems to happen inside. And the sound stopped? The sound has stopped, yeah. The sound seemed to be coming from the machinery. This seems to be the same circumstances that we found in the fountain. Yes. The same sort of machinery. What are the odds that... circle. The man who just went through the transportation circle was the man we were looking for. That was at least a man, or maybe one of the men or people who were sleeping here, listening to lectures by whom, I'm not sure. Well, if he was sleeping here, who's the guy that's dead on the floor? I don't think that someone wearing such nice clothing would choose to sleep underground. The guy dead on the floor? People of means have things to hide as well. I don't see that being a reason. Why was he killed? If I were to guess the people living down here, and perhaps we should check with um, the head librarian, the people living down here were turned into these undead. And, and, Could and, be. And, and, uh, and fought their way out, and that's when we encountered them with the end keg, perhaps. It's possible. We, should, we still have an egg... We, we haven't exited this place to see, like, oh, we come out and it's a hole in the ground, or we come out and it's this the way. The only building. way out from this area is back the way you came, or up the ladder <clears throat> that you can tell, that you've seen. And the ladder led to a... Yeah. It goes up and it's dark. I mean, you'd have to climb up mm. to see where it so, is. Well, you know what we could do? We have a very well-accomplished wizard waiting for us to report back to him. I'm sure he would be very curious and have his own educated opinions. We could bring him back down here. The head of the library. Yeah, it's possible. Right now, what's happening? He might know what the green and black is. Um, everyone stand back for a minute and I take hold of the lever. You're gonna turn it again? Why not? And I look around. <laughs> I swat the air next to me to make sure there's no one hiding. <laughs> and I push the lever. <laughs> and it slowly starts to... And the kind of gears start to turn and the plunger moves. It seems to go back to the state that it was in when you... Could it be a clear gas? Last time it was a blue liquid, am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a blue smoke. vapor. Yeah, like a vapor, yeah. Well, my question is, is it putting blue vapor into the ground or is it being sourced out from the ground? I don't know. I mean, this doesn't connect to anything else. It looks like it must be putting it in. There's no, like, breakages in the glass that you can... I mean, you can see into it. It doesn't look like it's cracked. Right. It doesn't look like it's cracked. Is it a part that you can remove? Like this cylinder? Which part? 
can you remove the cylinder? You, it's like with a banded sort of copper iron coil. I mean, you could like wrench it off or whack at it with something, but it, the cylinder's large. It's big. And so, if, and if we follow sort of the pipes that lead to the cylinder, can we see where they... It's just the cylinder and then the pipe going down to the ground. If they, if they were farming this, if, if there would be other... They would be siphoning it off and putting it into other containers. This, I, they must have brought this container to put the whatever it was into the ground. This was this was a mine. This was a mine we were in, right? Like, uh, no, the grotto was like sort of a crypt area. It was a crypt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the right. rich people, the rich part of town would keep would bury the dead there. But then it became sort of a not good neighborhood, yeah. and they began to live there, sort of in the crypt. And the, okay. yeah, it wasn't uh, a mine. Should find the administrator. I agree. No, no, I found. still want to see what's up. We should. Oh, we should. We should do that ladder. Yeah, we well, should head up the ladder and hopefully that. Can I head us. up the ladder? I have dark vision, so can oh, I wow, head up the ladder? Wrong. I'll go behind her and just kind of. I just want to look and see if I can see what's up yeah, there. This start. is back in the other room, right? This is back in the room with yes, the yeah, transportation yeah. circle. Yeah. So you grab and you start to climb up the ladder, and it's dark a little ways, but you get up and you can see a hatch above you. There is like a wooden hatch. That's blocking the way. You'd have to. Can I put my like ear against? Yeah, make the a hatch? perception check. Yeah. Um, Twelve. Twelve. You hear some muffled voices. <laughs> Can't tell what they're saying. I'm just gonna kind of put my elbow in this, so I can make a little sound. See. Oh, uh, you like hitting the thing? Yeah. Yeah. You do like a, and it makes sort of a wooden thumping sound, mm-hmm. and the voices stop. Oh. What's going on up there? <laughs> I maybe shouldn't have drawn attention to it. That's <laughs> so dumb. Safira. Uh, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep my ear against it and wait for them to stop noticing it. <laughs> you put your ear up to it and you start to hear like a Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna duck down. It's they're not opening it. They're they're, going, they're trying to they're cover putting, it. They're covering it. You hear dragging. Quickly, like a, quickly, open it up. Open it. Open it. <laughs> and as you hit it, it hits, and it seems like something's already been pulled over the top, over the cover. Sephira, <laughs> oh, can't be so cautious all the time. Graven, do you think you? Oh, you're you're cursed. Do you think you could? Long, but I could. I mean, I could try. Graven. So can Graydon kind of like use me as a battering ram? Well, <laughs> there is a little cramp. Like, can I yeah, use a flail to try to like wedge it open? You could. Uh, flails, remember, it's like a ball on the end of a chain. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'll give it a go. Like, so it's going to have to come down. It's, it's only big enough for one person. Exactly. Yes, yeah, so yeah, it comes all, all go down. down. <laughs> yeah, everyone moves back down. Yeah, Graydon heads up. Top and hold, you know. <laughs> Somebody hold my my mace and I shield. I got it. Handle oh, I'll take over. the shield. One hand Whoa. firmly on the top rung, and then the other like sh- <laughs> the forearm. And mm. sure, make a strength check. Mm. Just a straight strength that's check. That's a curse. Come on, be strong. Um, so whatever Just that roll straight is, strength. Your modifier, yeah. Uh, ten. Ten. So you give and it a good. No, no, that, that's oh, for dexterity. dexterity. Oh, yeah. cool. So you give it a good, like, and you can hear and feel the top of it buckle and splinters a little bit, kind of, but it's seeing you, as soon as you get through it, you hit another hard surface 
that doesn't budge. So you've cracked the hatch, but whatever's above it, it's you weren't able heavy. to dislodge it. Yeah. It's it's too it's too heavy. I can't get through. Can you tell what kind of material it is? It's hard. Well, that's not helpful. <laughs> it seems like a solid wood that you yeah, just yeah. like but if it's much wood, harder. It can burn. A very thick stout wood. Would my weapon do any difference? I mean you could crack it. I mean you can hit it and crack it, but so if I'm I'm like a side. Sure, I mean, he has to come down. Switch <laughs> <laughs> off, take him. I, it, it, even if we do get through this, we don't want whatever this heavy thing is coming down on top of us. We can leave the way we came. We can use our shield. Mm, I'm getting out of the way. Come <laughs> down. I want to get through here. Okay. Try, little one. So it's pretty cramped, but you can make a swing up, sort of cracking at it. Make, a, make an attack roll with your weapon, mm. like a regular d20. I'm not going to do it. Nine. Nine. I mean, you swing it up and it you can hear it kind of and it hits the wood, but it doesn't make much of a dent in it. I mean, whatever is up there is solid. Um, Orba takes out the the one of the little flasks of oil that they found oh. and goes, we could light it on fire. Yes. She shouts up at the... I think that's a great idea. And okay, I'm going to pull up a in this... <laughs> In this underground lair where we could be trapped. Well, you said yourself there's another exit. We could always just leave if something happens. That's true. I don't know. You all just seem... I'm just trying to let help. Me, let me try something first, perhaps. Oh, well. Are you, are you still up there? <laughs> yes. Okay. I climb I'm behind her and I start, I, go, I start yelling, Friends! Friends! We're in great danger. We need help. I'm bleeding very badly. Friends! Yeah, you don't hear a response. <laughs> you don't hear any footsteps either. It seems like they might have... Your lies won't get you out of this. Erlen, you're not quite the actor. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pull a bow out of my quiver and say, can you light this on fire? <laughs> I'm, I am hastily climbing down the ladder. <laughs> we can use this sort of a flaming knife. Here's my idea. If some, if we... Re- Yes. Have a relay of the five of us back to that entrance and make sure that well, there's nothing where we first came in because I don't want to get trapped down here. Oh. Have a lot. Have a. Uh, one of us in this room, one in the hallway, one in the the first room that we came into. Fine. I want to know that we can dash yeah. out of here. I think that's a good idea. Who wants I, to go? I'm around? already moving slowly. Let me. I'm gonna very stealthily walk to the end of the hallway where we feel like the where the closets and stuff were. Sure. I'll be at the doorway of this room. Is like that where the staircase close? is? Yeah, up to um, yeah. I mean, Orba will like shove past him. Can you put some oil? oil on the tip? There you go. Sure. I'm gonna take dip the, it in the uh, plaster oil. oil. I'm gonna yep. dip hey. it in the oil and then I'm gonna kind of climb up the ladder to the extent that I can and just kind of smear the sure. surface yeah. of the With a little bit of effort, you kind of have to dab it on way. something to wipe it. Yeah, you kind yeah. of That's okay. dab it on my old cloak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Stole it. You smear it around a little bit. <laughs> um, so it has a sort of thick, sort of oily smell that sort of now filled the, the, the shaft. Do I see anyone down the sort of um, corridor from where we came from the battle? Um, All clear. All clear. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, can I make fire? I, I, yeah, I think you have some cantrips or something. Like I mean, like the, burning the hands sacred or flame. Or burning, burning hands is an evocation. Uh, is it a cantrip or a level one though? It says first level evocation. Oh, first level. So that would take a spell slot. Do, yeah, does, I don't have um, any spell slots. The sacred flame is a cantrip. 
Does that do fire? Just uh, I think that's radiant well, damage. Yeah, that wouldn't light it on fire. There's torches. Aren't there torches? There's torches. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Can I walk? There's there's lamps. Yes. Can I walk well. If you don't need me, I'd like to be closer to the exit because I'm moving slowly already. So sure. I think that's a good idea. I'll um, talk with you. Thank you. Can I hold it up to the fire? Does it light? You're like, holding like the arrow the up to yeah. 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 Sort of edge of the arrow. Yeah, it's going to start to burn quickly. The so arrow. I'm underneath it. Like I'm kind of as far back. No, I don't want to be directly under the hmm. the the ladder if that's possible. The. Do you but you have you're trying to stick it where the hatch is. No, I'm up? trying to. I'm going to shoot. Oh, it. you're going to shoot it up. Up. Got it. But yeah. I don't want to be right underneath where like burning. Detritus could fall. Sure, yeah. I mean, you could fire it and kind of back up after okay. you fire, yeah. Yes, so I'm gonna fire safely, go please. under there and kind of fire it. And then fires and up, then and it's not that far away, away, so you're able to, and it sticks up there. It starts to smolder a little bit. It kind of catches on fire, there's a little bit of fire. The, the sort of shaft starts to fill with smoke a little bit. It's hard, it's getting I'm very gonna, hard to see. Yeah. Yep, and you cover your mouth, sort of. The chamber, a little bit of smoke coming in, and it's burning, as far as you can tell. Might take a minute. <laughs> Was the ladder made of wood? Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch you if you fall. Well, I'm not on the ladder. Has the ladder caught fire? I mean, right now it's still sort of spreading. How much time are you waiting? It's sort of, it's, it has stuck up into whatever the wood surface is, and it's right now just... I guess the latter has not yet come. Um, because, uh, well, we could always just get the wood to be weakened. We don't have to wait for it to burn up into nothingness, and then we could try to bash stuff in after that. That's true. Yes. It's true. Can I, like, take my sickle and kind of, like... You have to climb up the ladder a little bit. No, yeah. It's up a little ways. No, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> uh... And sorry, what's the height of the ladder? The peak height? It goes about twenty-five feet. Up Can I pull the ladder down? It's uh, it's it's connected. yeah, it's well, connected. You, you have to pull it down in sections. I just don't want to take the ladder. Uh, can I just cast thaumaturgy, a big gust of wind, to see if I can extinguish the fire now? Sure. Yeah. You walk up doing like a big, and the air kind of pushes the smoke down as it sort of pushes up, and the whole kind of chamber fills up with like a black kind of sooty smoke. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds just Sorry. like... Sorry, <laughs> Orba. Good work, everyone. Is the fire um, out, though? But yeah, it just hits. The fire goes out. I want to try to swing my flail, yeah. <laughs> okay, now try. Okay. Make your way up the ladder. It seems like the top bits of the ladder have been singed, but it's staying steady. I'm the time. lightest one, so... <laughs> yep. Stop burning. Sorry, sorry. It's okay. What's the total? What'd you get? Six. I mean, you're hitting a stationary object. You are able to sort of swing it up, and it... And it bursts a few pieces of like what like it really it crashes through and the hatch part of it like a few wood splinters fall down on you where it sort of broke apart and it seems to go up and it punches a decent bit up through the wood. I mean, you kind of because it's on like a chain and then a ball, yeah. the ball gets stuck up there like it crashes through whatever the wood was and you could yank it and you pull it and it, some sort of splinters ah. falls down on you through the thing. You look up and it seems like there's something, part of something still covering it, but it has broken through at least the bottom layer of it. Graven, do you... Oh, he doesn't have any strength. I have. He has strength. <laughs> Dexterity. Dexterity. Graven, do you think you could... Push on it again? 
like an ox. <laughs> go through the hole. Put your hand through the hole. Go through the hole. Put your hand. Come down. Is our clown's hand? And as Raven starts to climb the ladder, it starts to buckle yeah, a little yeah. bit. The ladder's weak in a bit. Oh, and it's heavy. Oh, I stand kind of behind. Yeah, you can kind of. Oh, hold we all like, yeah. we all stand. I'm at the other end of the hallway still. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? And I was like. And yeah. once again, I try to. <clears throat> sure, give me one more strength check. Yeah. Come on, Raven. Six. Six. So you go to bash it, and it, again, more of the wood kind of splinters, and you're able to look up in, and it looks like they might have covered it with, like, a, like a dresser or something. Like, you can see up, and there is, like, more, it's a hollow wood area, but with very solid wood. It could be a chest or a dresser or something mm-hmm. that you've punched up into now. Um, I've, I've walked down the can the little can the little one fit through? Again. I mean, you can keep whacking. Yeah, I mean, you're able to get. You could the hole's not big that you've punched through, but you could stick your head could, up. Could, into could it. a halfling fit through? through? Yeah. yeah give it one more good punch to get a, a good hole. Sure. For yeah, you give it one more punch. Oh, cool. Thirteen. Thirteen. And a big nice. You're able to pull a piece of it down, and it kind of cracks off. Yeah. I'll go in. I'm coming back down. <laughs> this is so stupid. A lot of time has passed. As yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, yeah. But Bizarre makes her way up, and you're able to crawl into this space, and it seems like it was a, a large trunk or chest that they covered this with. And so there's like a like lid area. So just her head or her whole body? She can fit like her shoulders are up through it. Yeah. <laughs> you can stick your hands up through it. Seems to be a sign of trust. A, tre- <laughs> a trunk or a chest. Do you hear anything? I wanted to say there? chest, but I started to say trunk. <laughs> yes, yes, little one. Have you heard anything? Do you hear anyone? <laughs> Give me a minute. Make a perception check. <laughs> God, we made enough noise. <laughs> What time like, of day is it right now? I mean, it was like evening when you left <laughs> yeah, for the grotto, like, so it's probably it's like, two in the night. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like nine. Nine. Um, you can hear a door close. You hear like a... I just heard someone. I think they ran away. Somewhere else up here, though. Can you open the chest quietly? She sticks her hand up, <laughs> pushes against it. Seems like it's locked. Oh, there's a lock on it. Is it made of wood? I mean, the chest is mostly wood. There's some banded metal kind of keeping it together. Mostly wood, I see. I could try to break it off. Should we keep burning it? Do we have to? <laughs> Should we keep burning it? <laughs> <laughs> this chest is the arrow still hot? Um, I can light another. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But you, you're going to want to get down before I do that. I would have to singe it with my own hand. And like bring the arrow. She could carry it. Carry it out. Like, Alright. I'll, I'll dip one of my arrows in the oil again. Light it in the lamp. And then kind of, careful, hand it I got it. Hold up, hand it to her. She kind of reaches down, pulls it, this lit arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking it sort of into the chest, it begins to burn. Wait, get out of that! <laughs> Some smoke starts to fill up the chest. You, you're not gonna be able to breathe. Yeah, I mean it's very smoky in here. Oh. Bizarre, get out of the chest! Bizarre, come down! Before you do it, 
no, you're you're it is yourself. engulfed in flames. Yeah, the smoke's <laughs> filling up the chest. I mean, oh, well, I thought it was like picking the lock then. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 burning the chest. Oh, just burning the chest. The lock's on the outside of the chest. You can't access the lock. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm burning. Okay, I'm coming! She heads back down. I mean, you oh see the smoke God. and a little bit of flame filling up above you. and. Well, whoever's up there, we've certainly all noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> It's not quite a secret now, I don't think. No, not really, no. no. I still really want to know what's in that room. <laughs> give it a minute to clear out. Mm-hmm. <gasps> it really starts to burn, smoke coming back down the shaft. I mean, you give, you give it a couple minutes. I look to Orba and just yeah. look at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once it clears a bit, I'll go back in. Perhaps you should extinguish it, Tiefling. Oh, oh, that's what the look was for. Well, maybe next time, Erlen, since you like talking so much, use your words. (laughs) She goes over. Oh, that's a burn. Pun intended. She probably has to like hoist herself on the ladder a little just to get closer to it, and she casts a big gust. Hold your breath. You see a big sort of swooshing wind and splinters go flying. I mean, it opens up. I mean, it blows sort of a hole in the in the chest, and the flame goes out. Now somebody else go up. Can I kind of scurry up there? Sure, yeah. I haven't. I can't keep track of who's on top <laughs> so of the ladder. She came, she came back. She came down. Seventy-two <laughs> hours later. <laughs> yeah. So Zafira's gone up and. Um, you're welcome. Can I look around? What what kind of space? Yeah. I mean, you push like some of the charred pieces of wood out of the way, and it seems like a regular home. Like you seem to be on like the first level of a house. You see a couple dressers, a bed. It's, it's somebody's home. You don't know where you are. What's um, up there? Can I kind of call back down to the hole? It's someone's house. I'm coming up. Yeah. Right. Are you coming up into it? Uh, yeah. Sure. Can I stand up into the mm-hmm. That seems like I'd follow as well. Orba will... I'll wait. Let's wait down here, Orba. Okay. This will be a bit of a shock. Orba takes out the piece of chalk and and just starts drawing a tic-tac-toe grid and hands it to Graven. You guys move up into the house. Um, you guys step out of this. This sort of corner of the house is all charred and sort of pieces oh of chest and wood. Very, 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 very quietly, I say, um, I say, this could be Willem's house. He did tell us that he had a secret stash in the basement. Nobody. Oh. Here, play take that though. The basement. I'm just saying we might. We should be quiet. We might know the person. We might not. Oh, that's going to be a shock. Although they knew we were down there, they decided to. This, uh, you would think they would have left their house. I certainly would have. What room is it? Is it, like it looks like a bedroom? It's yeah. a bedroom. Are there, are there books? Search? Are there pictures? Can or I open that chest? chest? Or is it the chest is toast. I mean, <laughs> you were on the inside of it, so there was nothing in it that you could tell. You came up up through the bottom of the chest. <laughs> Because the, the chest had been dragged <laughs> over the. Hatch. I thought we. Oh. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, it's this. There's no decoration, no bedding at all. The house looks like it's brand new or not lived in. There's a door. Is yeah. It, can we couple. tell? Is it like a nice house? Maybe. Yeah. It doesn't look shabby. Doesn't Should we try the doors? Uh, yeah. Sure. The can, I, can I walk up to the? Carefully, there's carefully, a door coming out. Are you, yeah, yeah. To open it up. Kind of opens up into another room, like a parlor room, but again, very sparsely decorated. There's a couch and a fireplace. 
couple of windows. Mm. Follow her in. Sure. Can I walk? I want to see like, I, I don't know, like if anyone's here and where sure. the door is. Sure. I want to know where this house is. Yeah, make a perception check. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as far as you can tell, you don't hear or see any people. Okay, but I can't tell much. Are there, um, are there any other doors in this parlor? Yeah, it goes, there's another door out the other side. Um, I go to the other door and I very carefully open that sure. door. You open that door and it opens up into like a foyer area. You can see a door that's like a more solid door. It seems to be leading out and there's like a... There's a small seating area. Is there windows? Or? Yep, there's windows. Can I, you can see out. Can I, what's what's outside? Can you, you can see. see outside? Yeah, you can what's see outside? the streets outside. And based on the sort of coloring of the houses and some of the people milling about, it seems like you're in the Rose District, like the nice district of town. Raven, over. Get up here. We can see the outside. We can see the outside. It's nice. Can I? Uh, Are you guys coming up? Can I call down to them? Yeah, I yeah. am calling down to yeah, them. Bizarre. Yeah, it's also there. Yeah. You guys are both standing over like this hole in the ground. That's yeah. what are you waiting for? Raven, Orba, it's a house. We're in the Rose District. If you come up, Who's we house? can. Uh, <laughs> we don't know. Just get up here. All right. You. What is Orba! it? You said it's leading outside, right? Yes. yes. You can and see the outside, but yes. And you also said that people were just up there. Do you think that they would probably linger to see who's leaving their house that hasn't been invited in and therefore would be able to identify us later? Yes. It doesn't seem it like It doesn't matter. What do you we mean it doesn't matter? We were sent down here to kill the Ankes. Yes, but... Graven, would you like to? I would like to... If you, you like can to tell explain. where this house is situated, we can come back here and not from the inside, as Orba said. Do, do I see anyone outside the window? Is, There's people passing there by like the a, streets. Is there like yeah, a I mean, house number or something? Is there like an address? Oh, we can see we're, like we're where we inside. are in the district. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you look like you're in the road. There's people passing by outside the window. It seems like a house. Is if I want to go down to where we came yes. from, come back up, then yes. walk around to the Rose well, District yes. to see exactly where we are. Absolutely. Well, they're yelling at the tunnel. Erland, very... Just open, opens, actually no, just opens the door opens calmly the as if he owns the place and <laughs> exits the house. Wouldn't I just say, I just went through the whole procedure. Is anyone outside? Is anyone Like, do I, wa- I walk outside and... Nobody pays you much mind. You walk out of a house, you seem, I mean, a couple people look at you as you walk by, but nobody seems to be paying particular Ellen, attention Ellen, is there a number on the house? There is. It's 22A. I call back in and I say, uh, say, friends, seem safe. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not, I actually might have to side with Graven on this one. I'm not sure we should be yeah. seen exiting this house. Well, Ireland has been seen exiting well, this house. Good well, for him. Yeah. I'm not going out there. Can okay. I? You do not have to go together. Can I go out a different way? Can I choose to? <laughs> you can look around the house. Yeah. <laughs> that isn't back down. You want to look around. Right. Out. I okay. don't want to walk out the front door. Sure. 
I'm going to sneak out the window into the bush and roll. <laughs> I mean, you're in the bedroom. You can. I don't want to be seen walking out, but I will sneak out through the side. But you do want to see me seen rolling out. <laughs> Are you that jumping out the so window? So I'm going to go out the window into the bushes and then crawl out so no one actually sees me just flouncing outside. Make an acrobatics check. You lift the window up and you kind of leap yeah, out. Yeah, so make no, a no, flouncing check. <laughs> flouncing, bouncing bushes check. <laughs> Great, yeah. She opens the window and <laughs> she jumps out and she tucks and rolls and kind of and she pops out on the other side of the bush and nobody casually seems to, walks out and yeah. is just walking. Around. Yeah, I've I've closed the front door so as to not arouse suspicion. I'm in this in the street yeah, with you the guys people. are out in can the streets I, of the Can I go the same way that she went? Yeah, the window's open. Clowns. <laughs> are you attempting to do it I, sneakily, like subtly, like yes, she is? Sure, make, a, make an acrobatics. Dude, we're still down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm... Right. yeah. You no problem. You jump out the window and you kind of whoosh, the bushes just kind of see. And the two of you pop out. And you just... brush off a couple yeah. leaves off the side. And I mean, the streets aren't terribly crowded. There's a few people passing, but nobody pays you much mind. We made it to the Rose District. We did. Okay. <laughs> Where did they go? <laughs> so we can go back down to Orban Grave, and we're still down. Um... Well, I know you're not feeling very sneaky. Uh, yeah, uh, not at all. <laughs> so, why don't you and I go back and discuss things with Fusar? Yeah, try to find the... Uh, the uh, the heli- What was the place that the... T- touch and told go. Me about? Touch and go. Touch and go, yeah. It might be closed at this time of night. It's but very late at night. I mean, there were a couple of people milling about, but it's dark out. But yeah, find some place There's some rest. lamps, like people's mm-hmm. lamps that they're carrying around. But well, sorry. we have the keys to our inn, so... Why don't we go back the way we came? Well, if they we want to find us, should, to they can find us back there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I beat you in tic-tac-toe, by the way. Yeah, well, I don't know how, how one cheats in tic-tac-toe. <laughs> <laughs> you somehow managed it. You guys start to make your way back towards, uh, through the tunnels. I mean, we'll go to the three of you now who are outside in the Rose District. Um, you don't happen, to, uh, neither of you happen to remember the name of the healer. I wonder if there's a place here that we could get some kind of, buy some kind of anti-curse or something if, to help Graven. If, um, well, they're still down in the tunnels, perhaps we should travel... Back towards that way, so we can meet them. Back to the entrance and we'll meet them at the have front of the tunnel. Have a bit of a rest. Does and, he? And we can talk to Master Fusad while we're there as well. Does he have a, a mailbox? Outside the house? Yeah. Yeah, there's sort of a standard mailbox. It's attached to the front door. It's like a small Can I put a... Do, do we have any parchment or anything? We don't know. Orba does. Orba does. You might have a scrap of something you could write on, yeah. Can I, like, take out a scrap of something that I can write on mm-hmm. and say, sorry about the trunk? Sure. That's and just incredible. put a gold and the little note oh. in Is that the, really necessary? In the... They tried to keep us down there, you know. <laughs> with said trunk. She puts the note in. With a piece of gold. Yep. Yeah. Don't ask me when you want another pint. <laughs> um, so shall we proceed to the um, what district was that? To the uh, to Brick Rock? To, to the, to... I want to stay in the post. You don't. Oh, know that's them. right. Do you need a date? I to just think this place could offer some good information for us. Well, I'm going to go to the to Brick Rock and hopefully to the library. Well, we need to go to it's well, a, the administrative facade first. Back to administrative facade. Perhaps as long as we remember how we got here. Yeah, we do what you want. What else is in the Rose District? 
the only place you know of was someone mentioned Fables Repose, which is the inn, like the fancy inn in the, in the Rose District. Okay. And, I, and Willard's house is in the Rose District. This could be Willard's house. It's possible. Hence the gold. Well, I'd like I'd like to uh, ask uh, Administrator Fusad what perhaps was down <clears throat> in the tunnels, and also get access to that library. There's nothing for, for nothing for me in the Rose I'd District. I'd sort of like to see if Julian's finally arrived at the inn. But what if they return to the house? Who? Who's well, here? Well, that might be a problem. Well, he'll find my note. Don't they know what goes on in their basement, you think? That's why it might be a problem. If it's Willard, he didn't. How do you know that? I believed him. It's awful lot to be keeping in a basement you don't know what's going on. He's being paid an awful lot. Julian seems to be missing in action at the moment, and it seems that all of our, um, all of the clues and, and hints and all the things that happened seem to end in the library, and that means we need to talk to Administrator Fusad. Well, I guess we could go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. So who's heading where? <laughs> I'm going to Brick Rock. Going back to Brick Rock? I'm going to the inn. You going to Tansy Clan? Back yeah. to you, sure. I'd like to see who returns to this place. <laughs> You're going to stay here? Stand central sure. outside that door. Um, I'll find a place to sleep, too. There's yeah. a couple benches around. I mean, you can sort of park. Are you trying to see stay unseen? Or are you just like... I'd like to be slightly covered. Okay, you can sort of, there's a couple of benches, you can sit on one that's not directly outside the right. house. Yeah, right, yeah. I don't want to be like waiting on a bench. <laughs> in, let's say, in, by tomorrow evening, it's evening right now, yeah? It's like late. Yeah, like so midnight. let's say by t- tomorrow at sundown, we'll, we'll meet at the dancing clan. Fine. Sundown seems a little late, maybe we can meet maybe by tomorrow morning or tomorrow noon. afternoon. Alright, tomorrow noon then. Tomorrow at noon, if you're not back... We'll consider you dead. Oh, uh, Jesus. How far is the Dancing Clan from the Rose It's not very far. <laughs> the, the high streets where the Dancing Clan is is like the next district uh, west. Oh. It's 15, 20 minute walk, 30 maybe. Easy. Yeah. Alright. You're close enough. Everyone stay safe. See you at noon, friends. Where do you think Wolverine and Raven will meet everyone? I, I think I'm going to meet them at Brick Rock. Somebody had asked them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we maybe next time should have... Uh, maybe they'll come around in front of the house. Move out of there. As, <laughs> they, as they sort of each go their separate ways, Bizarre stays, we go back to Orban and making their way back through the tunnel. And as you're walking back through, now that seemingly at least some of the threats have been extinguished, you see some of the... Um, sort of poor residents now taking up residence in the tunnel again, kind of picking through some of the remains. This is in the crypt? Yeah, you've like moved like, back up through, back past here. Really? Yeah, you guys oh, past yeah, you're okay. past here. I assume you're walking back towards the entrance, yeah. So you see people sort of collecting some of the things that maybe people left behind when they were running out of these tunnels and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see some of the carnage has sort of passed by, some of the dead things that you passed by. And... The guard that uh, had been separated with the acid that you tried to pick up back when mm-hmm. you were, um, mm-hmm. you yeah. tried to pick him up to use him as a shield. You see that he's been picked clean, like the tabard's been taken off. Someone's taken the shield and the sword. Like people have taken any possibly valuable belongings of any kind. And you start to breathe a little bit of fresh air again as you sort of keep moving up. You smell sort of the breath. You take a sort of deep breath in, you've sort of been breathing in smoke and, yeah. and soot and the kind of yeah. bad smells of underground. And ooze from 
and kegs. <laughs> and there's very little light coming in now because it's very late at night, but there are a few people. Now you see at the entrance holding lamps, torches, that kinds of things. And there's a decent crowd of people, a lot of those blue and white tabards that you saw, the, the, some of the militia that had come to fight yeah. the threat down here. There's a little bit of a commotion, like sort of just general hubbub near the front exit of the grotto where you leave it. Mm -hmm. um, anybody that we, because uh, we, we spoke to Facade when we mm -hmm. went down there, but he's, he's long gone. You don't see him right now. Um, we go up to go up to the a grouping of them and mm -hmm. um, has there been any other trouble we uh, we, we were able to dispatch the end cake so you, you, yeah, you walk up to like a group of soldiers and as you're walking you're sort of about to address someone you hear a couple of men count down and it's they go three two one hop, and they pick up a canvas stretcher and across the stretcher is the body of administrative Sar. <laughs> And two of the men, sort of, one of the arms hangs limply off the side to the right, and the two of them kind of make their way up from the grotto. Wait, wait. gentlemen. And you, as you reach out to turn, a man turns to you who has the same blue and white tabard, but there's a bit of like gold trim around the edge of it that seems to denote some kind of status. Mm -hmm. And you do think you saw him when you were coming down, like he might have been at Fusard's side when right. he originally entered. And he, please, please, give the men some space, please. Uh, the threat is believed to be neutralized, but we should not relax just yet. Uh, is that facade? Is that administrative facade? Is he all right? I am afraid administrative facade did not make it. He uh, is, was, a very powerful wizard, but our troops were spread very thin, and he was ambushed. By, by what? Ancakes. Two of them. From where we had already been, they punched through a tunnel in the wall. I recognize you. You came to fight, yes? We did. Yes. I'm sorry to tell you this news. Please, could you tell me what you found on your end? We found a single ankeg and a few skeletons, beasts, but yes. we dispatched them all. There was a bit of undead on our end as well. We were able to dispatch them, but... We did have many casualties, I'm sorry to say. I hope you did not suffer the same indignity. Only a few wounds, nothing. I'm glad to hear it. Orba's just staring at his limp hand from the stretcher. They're carrying him off. We knew that the Ankegs occupied the woodlands near the coastline, but they mostly keep to themselves. Rare casualties from Ankeg attacks or from cocky hunters or foolish explorers. For them to be this many under the city is unheard of in such a populated area. Something was disturbing them. But please, uh, if there's anything you could tell me about what you found, we would like to launch a full investigation into each of the tunnels. Down into the crypts, we found the wall there was a hole into what could have been a I mean we didn't we couldn't tell what it was exactly but some kind of chamber there was a building underground yes yes a structure with 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 sleeping quarters and a and a mess hall cleaned up i mean whoever was down there may have left in a hurry but they they left intentionally mm -hmm. Did you find survivors? No. There was a single dead body. Well, 
We will have to investigate into this. Did you find anything that uh, we should hang on to as evidence or clues? No. Did you, did you take the ring from that... Uh, I think Sephira has it. Sephira has it. No, we, we, we don't have anything, mm -hmm. uh, anything of, of note from down there. Very well. And in these rooms, these chambers, would anything dangerous that we should know about? I'm going to send my men down, and I'd rather they not walk into a trap. There's a live transportation sizzle, sigil on the floor of one of these rooms. You'll also find a piece of machinery that we do not understand its, its real potential. Unregistered transportation circles is a grievous offense in a large city of Antisuyu. Unregistered, you say? I didn't know about it. The only one that I know about is in Shupa Hall. Each city has one primary transportation circle, and we regulate them very carefully for this reason that someone cannot teleport in, and we don't know about it. We'll have to have that one shut down immediately, if it is as you say. How does one shut it down? Break it. Crack the stone, remove the sigils. We will have a trained wizard go down and make sure that it is inert. Is, is this a problem that you've had of late, of unregistered circles? I've never heard anything of the kind. Never. Not here in Orochupa. I've heard of unregistered transportation circles elsewhere. If you don't mind, uh, I'd like to discuss our findings. After we investigate, could I impose you to meet us at Chupa Hall, perhaps the day after next, and we can discuss. At that time, I would also like to compensate you somewhat for your efforts in your fight. Uh, we would appreciate that. Uh, we made a... One of our group had made a kind of hasty deal with the administrator about allowing us to the library, to the rare books. And you see a look come over his face of a little disappointment and... I was there when he made this deal. I do not know why the library is so important to you. But let it not be said that in his death, Administrator Fusad was not a man of his word. And he reaches into his pocket and he takes out the proof of esteem and he holds it out. I have a word of advice. Do not use this until death of Fusad has reached the city. And he points and there's like blood flecked on the note. And he's like... If you try to use it, you might have some uncomfortable questions. Mm -hmm. So I would give it a little bit before you go. I understand. Know that we mean no ill will of this city or its inhabitants with our intentions. Very well. It's not my business. As far as I know, it's just books, so you do what you like. Thank you. Um, what is your name? Um, Polnick. if we'll have any more information for you, but we will try to help if we can. Chupa Hall, you said? Chupa Hall, day after tomorrow. Perhaps uh, as sun is setting. Right. Hopefully by then we will have had a full investigation into what you speak of. Of course. All right, well, if thank you, you again. Mind, I have things to tend to. Of course. And he turns and starts talking to the man. And at the, at right as he's sort of turning away, you've Make your way over to Rakrakrata, so you sort of intercept them as they, as you guys are turning away. You see Erland coming from the other direction. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You. Oh. Funny seeing you here. The door was fine. You 
who can't was... possibly know who had eyes on that door. I'll deal with it. I don't even, I'm not even thrilled to be seen with you right now. <laughs> I've done much worse things since I've known you than it go through a front door, and this is what pushes you over the edge? Hello, little one. Uh, who was that gentleman? Pollock. <laughs> All right, this conversation's going swimmingly. Um, I'm assuming I saw Fusad get wheeled out. Yeah, you might pass yeah. it on the way. I did see um, our librarian friend met his uh, untimely demise. Seems as though. Did he appear, Did he uphold his end of the bargain beyond the grave? I have the pass, yes. Ah, well, something did good happen this day. I suppose. At a cost. So, uh... them without a word either? Uh, Safira uh, decided to get at the dancing clam and uh, the little one is hanging around the house to find a date. Good. And maybe she can... Or perhaps... Ah! Maybe she can catch the people that are going to come after you after they saw you left the Or she also felt bad about breaking out of the box or some such... Either way, we're, I was barely listening to her when she told me why. Regardless, um, at around noon, uh, to, at noon tomorrow, we'll be meeting at the Dancing Clam. So if there's anything we need to do before then, we have 12-ish hours. Yeah, perhaps a rest. I wouldn't mind I need... sleeping. I need some rest as well. Yeah, We, we, we stay at the we Clam, right? Mm. Yeah. We can't go to the... Well, I found you, so I, I, I'm... I'm done what I came here for. <laughs> um, We're staying at the dancing club. That's yeah. where your rooms oh, are. Yeah, that yeah. you got the keys for. Did we want to go to the library? Not right now. And why it's is not that? open. Sorry. It's the middle of the night. And Polnick told us that... This, show him the, the, the... Bringing the last, you know, writings of administrative facade before the news of his death reaches the city might be a little... Too obvious. That's fair. I, do, I need a rest. I don't know about you all, but to the, to very the, late in the night. Yeah, two o'clock in the late morning. Late morning. Two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. My spells, yo. <laughs> My spells yeah. get lacking. Back to the. Should we head to the clan? Back right? to the clan. All right. And then I need to go to the. Uh, is it? Is the trunk the? It's touch the and go. Touch and go. The trunk is the sort of general goods. But touch and go is the touch and go is healing. the healer. Okay, yeah, and I I'm going to need to go to touch and go, hopefully to get rid of this curse before we go on any other adventures. All right, um, we'll meet Sophia at the clan then. All right. Yeah. I start. They start to make their way back, and we head back towards the rose where you're sort of waiting outside the house. And I keep that past. <laughs> Very <laughs> <confused. laughs> And it's pretty quiet. The streets are pretty quiet. Not a lot of people passing by. Someone does walk by and gives you a polite nod as you kind of pass by. <laughs> and you do see two figures walk up in front of the house and take a look at it. And then they turn and they walk. They keep walking down. Can I follow? Okay. You get up off the bench. Start to make your way. <laughs> 
the two of them walk and follow a, a, enough distance behind that it's, you know, how close do you want to get? I don't think they see me yet. Okay. So, it, but that, that, likewise, you can't see them from that distance. Right. You wouldn't be able to see any features. Right. Sure. So they continue to walk and you follow behind them. They walk for a little bit, take a little turn, and you look, and, and they seem to go into a lit building that has a sign up top, Fable's Repose, the two of them walking. Yeah, you make your way to the door. You open it up. It's a very pleasant interior. It seems significantly more moneyed than the Dancing Clam. There's a number of very nice artwork on the wall, some sort of lavish lounge couches in the area. And the two people that you saw, you were, you know, a good distance behind them. Right. So you don't see them as you enter. They might there is there's two staircases going up, one on the left and one on the right. It seems like a slightly larger building than uh, the Dancing Clam. And there's two staircases going up. There is a woman at the front desk. There's sort of a desk area that's checking people in. Good evening. Ah, hello. Morning. <laughs> yes, it is very late. Is uh, your whole inn booked for the evening? Uh, we do have a couple of rooms available. Um, they're rather expensive, but... They are available. She sort of looks at your clothes. And Expensive, huh? Yes. How much would you say? Uh, 20 per night. 20? <laughs> that is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Since it's quite late, um, I'd only be here for a couple hours. Maybe we could strike a deal. Well, Just uh, until the sun rises. How many hours, you say? What is it now? Three o'clock? Two o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock. I'd be up and out in four. Make a persuasion check. Hmm. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. They shouldn't should at the table. <laughs> yeah. She looks you over and seems like she kind of decides better of it and she's like, we really don't <laughs> less than full nights. I see. Understand? Perhaps you'll come back another time. Love to. <laughs> I leave. Okay. And then I find a bench right outside. Okay. And just stay there. Sure. Great. Send a bench. How much would you say the bench is, Mom? And I put my stuff down. So <laughs> <laughs> you out the window kind of grumbling to yourself, but she can't hear you. She <laughs> <laughs> waves below you. <laughs> and we go back to the dancing clan. And there's a few patrons. Again, there's that sort of dining bar area. There's a couple people here and there. Uh, no one that you recognize. No security. No Rogers. Where were you Robert. in the area? Have you gone back to the room? Or are you? Yeah, I think um, I, I was going. Um, can I be sitting at the bar mm-hmm. with <laughs> some ale? Sure. Um, Seems like she might be on her second one by the time you guys get there. <laughs> um, and I, I, I think at this point I would have asked people if they've seen Jillian. Like I would have sure. asked around. Um, has anyone seen? Is it, yeah, is, we can sort of enter into this before they've entered. Yeah, so if you want okay. to ask the lady or... Excuse me, have you uh, yes. seen a woman named Jillian? Has she come in here? Oh, um, and she checks her records again. No, but I believe there are some people staying in her room that's been reserved. Is yes, it, I'm it? one of them. Oh, yes, she has not stopped by. Right. 
No news of her? Nothing? Um, I'm not sure. I saw a couple of you speaking to Robert. Uh, perhaps he would know something. Is Robert still here? He's not in the area. You look around and I mean, I'm not sure where he is. He frequents uh, the Five Sisters, which is a tavern nearby, but there's no guarantee he's there. It's very late. Oh, too late. All right. Um, can I just sit down at the bar and sure. drink? As she... Also, I, can I, I wouldn't ask her, I'm asking you this. So how far is that place where we pawned stuff? Not very far. I mean, that's uh, that's in Songo Nan, which and is sort of merchant's it's gonna, district. It's yeah. going to be closed now, but... Uh, you presume so. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, all right, I'm just going to sit. Sure. And then there. that's where you guys enter in as she's sort of sitting at the bar after. So you guys have caught up? Yes. Yeah, we didn't take any shortcuts. <laughs> I'm sorry, we should have... Told you where to meet us. How are you feeling? Terrible. <laughs> Slow. I definitely need a rest. I'm I'm going up to the rooms. Mm. Administrator Fusad is dead, but we do have the access to the library. I know. Right. I that know. Too. How did he die? Pancakes. Well, do you know that? Yes. He's a powerful wizard. For something to kill him. I would think it would have to be more powerful than just a single beast. Did multiple Ankhags and undead? He had people protecting him. I only saw the body. I didn't get a chance to talk with him. With the dead Fusad? No. That's... Wouldn't you think you'd have a chance to <laughs> talk with him? You didn't get a great look, but the body seemed... Dead. Injured in some... I mean, it, there's blood. I mean, it didn't look like there was no injury on him, but you don't know for sure. Yeah. yeah but, yeah. He definitely had injuries on the Anyways, I'm, uh, it's very late. I, um, I'm going to grab a bite and then go to s- meditate and go to sleep. Yes, I, I need to sleep before I go to, to the Kivas tomorrow. Uh, so you let me make the way up? Can I, well, I want to grab a, can I, can I grab like a little bite of... Yeah, the kitchen's open late. Quick, you grab dinner or something. Yeah, it's like... Mid- Seven silver for. Uh, Does he have like or a no, menu? Seven copper for like a, an ale and a simple okay. bowl of something. Can I like look at what they have? <laughs> <laughs> what food? Like, they yeah. have a menu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, late at night, it's like some sort of porridge that's available or some simple sort of. Porridge snacks. Probably something. Arba hoists herself onto a bar stool and is like, "I think I'll try my first ale." Oh, cheers. And mm. pays for a porridge and sure. then. you one, hands and hands. Can I get so what is that again? I'm sorry, seven, seven silver. No, uh, five, five copper. copper. Five copper. I don't understand. Oh, it's it's it, instead of bronze, it's copper. I wrote it wrong. Apologies. Um, how? I meant to how fix that. Like, yeah, um, mug of ale is four ten. copper, and then like so, so like three or four for a simple bowl of porridge or something. Four, you know, another three. Okay. I'm confused. Uh, so silver so is ten. It's just ten, ten, ten. Ten, ten, ten copper is a silver. Ten silver. Is Can I get a porridge as well? Yeah, yeah. He goes and he's got like a little small cauldron that's heated up and he takes a scoop, but he sort of puts it in. Cheers. Not much, but it's hot. We, 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 I cheers Orba and look to see her reaction when she tries it for the first time. She takes a sip and goes... <laughs> and then thinks about it and then takes another sip. Um, I... I... <laughs> Uh, I look to uh, Saphira and say in Elfish, "Sweet that one." 
Adorable. What? <laughs> <laughs> and have you gone upstairs? Yeah. Okay. Upstairs. Carried to the room. And we go back as you guys are sort of wrapping up the night. We go back to Bizarra and sitting on the bench, and a man comes out of the um, Fables Repose, and he seems a little bit shorter than the men you were following, and he has a broom in one hand, and he walks up and he goes, Ah! Ah. <laughs> what do you want? No loitering. It's only a couple hours. Ah. It's late. And he hits you with the broom. Get off of me! <laughs> you can't loiter outside Fable's repose. It's for respectable folk. <laughs> you don't even know me. <laughs> I do by looking at you. <laughs> and who are you, Mister Respectable? Well, I run Fable's repose. So what do you think that makes me? You got a pretty mean last work in your front end there. Don't sit on the bench. <laughs> and he hits you a couple more times in the room. Can you make it give me four hours in a bed? No. I'll pay for it. How much? <laughs> Five gold. For how long? I told her I'd be out by six. You take off that dirty armor, and you leave it in the lobby, <gasps> and you can stay for a couple hours. But you don't go tracking all that mud upstairs. <laughs> and I'm only doing this to get you off my bench. I'll <laughs> <laughs> take it off, put it in my bag, and keep it in my room off the floor. Hmm? Bye. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You go on. Mom? And she sort of... <laughs> she doesn't take your name down or anything and he sort of gives you there's sort of a private changing room or something at the bottom that he lets you take the stuff off and put it in the bag one more thing sir do you have anything to eat here? <laughs> not at this hour not when, a... when the light comes up you can go to the kitchen provided you're clean <laughs> I'll be clean no and he takes you upstairs, takes you up the left staircase, and when you walk, you pass by a couple rooms, you don't see anyone in the hallway, and you open up a door that's labeled 4B, and he lets you go in. It's a very nice room. He's fairly luxurious. Very nice. I'm gonna come in here <laughs> in six hours, and if you're not out of here, I'm gonna hit you with the brute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out. Get something to eat and leave your fine establishment, sir. Very well. And he holds out his hand. Five gold, you give him? Five gold. Yeah. He takes it. Trust. Sleep time. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Shuts the door behind you. Enjoy your broom. You don't hear anything? <laughs> oh. And you go in, and you go in, and you beautiful it's quite room. luxurious. These sort of plush, puffy red mm. pillows on a sort of a, it has this canopy bed with this nice lace sort of hanging Quite the princess, aren't I? And have you guys retreated up to your rooms at this point? Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. right. um, a couple last thoughts as people are still before the night closes out. I finish my porridge up, I mm -hmm. finish the ale, and uh, I suppose I'll meet Graven in one room, you two in the other. Sure. Tiefling. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so I go up to the room and bef before I 
open the door so as not to wake Graven. <laughs> He's snoring pretty good. It's been a long day, Aww. Graven. Uh, are, we, are we like long resting or short resting? Or what's the Probably good long rest. Great. Yeah. So before I, before I get into bed, I like put my quarter staff down and I, I take time to make sure I meditate before I go to bed. Sure. Get my key points back. Peaceful state. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I, then I pack it in. Okay. Orbit Saphir, go to the other one. Um, uh, before I go to, <laughs> before I go upstairs, um, I walk over to the lady doing the front desk stuff. Excuse me, is there any way I could borrow a quill to write something with? Oh, sure. She's holding one. She's, she hands you. Do you need it for a moment? Yeah, I'll just be in the booth real quick. I just have to write something. Sure. And I'll give it back. Yeah. Okay. Norba sits down and she takes out one of her parchments. Mm-hmm. Um... And she starts writing a letter. Okay. Can I read it out loud? If you'd like to. Okay. I pre-wrote it because I'm not good with words. (laughs) So she writes, "Um, My lady, I'm writing you this letter unsure of whether I'm writing with the intention of sending or writing just out of habit. Regardless, I'll update you on the recent events of my travels. I have fallen in with a bizarre collection of skilled fighters, one of which you may know. I have yet to confirm this. They've allowed me to accompany them as they look for work. As odd as I feel consorting with such colorful creatures, I do feel grateful for their protection. As long as I'm protected, so is the item. I will also take this opportunity to boast that I helped defeat a vicious beast with my spells. You would have been proud. And she stops and crosses out proud and she says you would have been pleased I've now decided that it's unwise to send such a letter so I'll stop writing because this feels very foolish signed Orba and she goes and hands the quill thank you can I uh, stop on the stairs and go tiefling what are you doing nothing she pulls up the letter I'm coming sorry the woman at the desk sees you kind of stuff in your bag and there is a courier service if you'd like to leave your letter with us we'll take it to them Oh, no, that's okay. It's just a story that I wrote. Can I hear this? This little exchange? Yeah. You're standing on the stairs. Have a good night. Good night. Coming! (sighs) I'm going to drag myself up the stairs. Tired and we'll drive. She follows. You all move in. Pack it in for the night. You all lay down to rest. And that's where we're going to wrap it up for the evening. Mm-hmm. I need to get sleep tonight. <laughs> Wait, are you Sorry, fancy? Sorry, the luxury. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, great job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Made your way through, navigated through a couple of the, the fights. Um, we'll be back in two weeks to find out what happens next. See what happens at the library. If we ever get there. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe everyone's yes. just dead. Um. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us, those of you who are with us. Yeah. Um, please join us again anytime. And does anybody have any final notes before we close it out? I don't think so. All right. Awesome. Great job, everybody. See you next time. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend or leave us a nice review on the podcast app of your choice? There is always room in our party for more adventurers, despite what Kuzni may think. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and as my friends the Ackley Elves like to say, your presence is a gift.